snow coming from the wreck store. Part 2. When we last saw our hero, he was riding on a motorcycle. Guys, I'm, uh, I'm on a motorcycle taxi uh, about to go home. I'll be home in about uh, about three minutes, sorry, can you hear? So I'll, uh, I'm listening in, but I'll be uh, back on the host and uh, details in uh, about uh, uh, Timmy's host. Bruce, I'm going to make you a co-host, bro. All right, while I go home. I just wanted to say hi to you guys, Crypto Dungeon. Hey, Dungeon. Hey, Crypto Dungeon. Red Eye. I just say a few things and and points to that, but I'll let everybody say hello to Crypto Dungeon. Yeah, sorry about my uh, comments on your tweet, Kit. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny last night. What, what what are you sorry about? I didn't see apparently. What? Oh, I. It was, I don't know. I just commented on your your post last night. I don't know if you thought they were stupid or not. No, no. I I I was dealing with other stupid stuff last night. Um, <laughs> going on with the, maybe the Aurora Borealis like screwing up everybody, but I've been getting a lot of crazy people. I don't know. Sorry to hear that. You can send them my way if you need. Dear Lord, no. <laughs> I don't wish that on anybody. Well, if you've ever wondered, if you've ever wondered what Bangkok sounds like, sounds like this, right? Windy. I'm yeah, enjoy it. Sounds like wind. It's the wind it blowing in been, Robo's hair. That's what. That's it's what now happens. been confirmed that Robo's running spaces on the back of uh, motorcycle taxis, and I can't wait to see the uh, the meme. Um, coming out. I know there was a meme with him and Joe on the street of Bangkok. So it just this brings joy, brings joy to my heart. Should get some video of Robo in the back. Wait, I'm home. I'm home. That didn't take long. That didn't take long, did it? That didn't take long. How how long did that take? You can hear the crazy dogs, right? Wait, I pay you, man. Car form, okay, man. Yeah, did any of you see? Did any of you see Coin Bureau or Wait, guys where? you were standing? Can I can I get me dogs to sing? Can I see if Winston can sing for you? Winnie, Awa, Alaiwa, Alaiwa, Gin, man, Gin, cow, man, Gin, man. Where's it, Gin? Gin, cow, man. Oh, that was a weird result. Come here, Winston. Tell me, when when he. Oh, he does it wait when Winston yawns and make this. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm on it. I know I'll shut the fuck up. Tank's back on that man. Listen. Hey, everyone's in the room. Go on, help yourselves while I sort my dogs out my house, right? Okay. See you later. <laughs> I love how Get Sandy, uh, get Sandy in the room. I like Sandy. She's a common influence, I think, on us lot. Hello. I really love your dog and animal sounds. That really made my morning. Good morning to you in the West. Good evening to you in the other parts of the world. And can I just say what an amazing time we live in. And I just want to tell you that my dreams have come true and beyond not just in the crypto world, but in particular in the Cosmos ecosystem. So when I see integration of 
wallets of MetaMask, you know, and, and my art uh, selling on secondary in stable coins. I mean, there is so much um, development and change happening that honestly, it's just hard to keep up. And I also want to thank all of you who are in this space, Mayor, Rack, everybody, Tendermint, Timmy, everyone who educates us. I appreciate the people who follow the wallets, who point out the problems and issues. I appreciate the people who are making these. I appreciate the validators. And you know what? When I came in as a crypto person, and I'm an artist too, I thought, oh, I'm going to put my art in the Cosmos ecosystem, NFT spaces. So not only has my art sold out, I've got a couple of sold out collections, punk cats, classic cars, and I did fundraising for my nonprofit Cure GM1 organization, and that sold out. Thank you, Terra Spaces, uh, for recording these spaces. And now I am getting uh, on LinkedIn um, positions that pay $120,000, $150,000 a year. But you know what? That was what I thought I wanted when I came in. I thought, you know what? I'm going to learn this stuff. I'm going to be really active. I'm going to be building the community. And I'm going to get a position in one of these places. And I'm going to make over hundred grand a year. But you know what? When that happened, I'm already in a different place. I turned down those positions. Well, one of the things that happened in this crypto space that took me by surprise is it threw me off balance. The 24-hour nature of this space, the fun, the excitement. I mean, it's kind of like gambling, you know, if you have those habits or whatever. It's just so much fun. So I ended up actually kind of getting sick because I couldn't stop being online and Twitter, on Discord, making art, you know, promoting it. So I've entered myself into an Ayurveda wellness program. I've been doing yoga since 2007, but I got so off balance that I put down a bunch of money and I signed myself up so I could be balanced and continue. And by the way, back to the U.S., the, the stable coins, it is such an amazing thing that my secondary sales are happening in stable coins. It's like we're there and we are beyond. The space is happening so fast. I love my collectors. I love all you guys who are paying attention, building, doing your own thing. And I love you, Rack, for your comedy and for your survival skills. That's some shit to be on your own since 14. And a lot of the people in this space who are successful are people who've uh, experienced hunger, financial difficulty, or come from places of the world where they have um, unstable fiat money, for fuck's sake. Who needs Iranian real or Venezuelan, whatever the fuck? Pardon my French. I will land it there. And yeah, my dreams have come true. And I did lose a friend in the space. I lost Ken from Omniflix. He had a heart attack and passed away, and I really miss him. I think about him every Friday in the Omniflix spaces that we have for creators. Sandy, because wanna, he I, was great. Joy, I want to bring some joy into your life. Yeah, 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 I know you. Heard, I heard you talking about me dogs earlier, but uh, my boy, who many people in this community like know very well, Winston, he was uh, four last week. Oh, sorry, the 9th of September, yeah, he was four years old. I bought him a little cake, had a happy birthday for the guy. But do you know what I bought him? Do you know what was his birthday present? Three pairs. Right. Three pairs of boxer shorts. 
so what I did was uh, I had to wear each pair once and then I washed them. And then I literally, I, I wrapped them up and I gave them this three, like I put these three pairs of box shorts in this, like I just wrapped it up in like brown paper and not like really bad, right? But you've never seen. So Sandy, you don't know about my dog and his passion for boxer shorts, no? Oh my God. This kid will. I just want to say that's what I give off for birthday presents. Dogs have their fetishes. They do. I, I give that to people as well. Just boxers after I wear them. Dude, I fucking bought my dog three pairs of boxer shorts for his birthday, and I wore them once for one day. Put them in the washer. I washed them and then I wrapped them up. And I've never seen this kid so happy in his life. Holy. He was running around, spinning them in the air, and he was, like, flipping them over his head, up and down the stairs. And I'm like, kid, you're really enjoying yourself today. So, yeah, man, Sandy, you, you didn't worry. You, you, you're well suited here with us crazy fucking cats, like us. <laughs> none of us, none of us are fucking on fucking planet Earth, right? <laughs> yeah, I love 100%. That. Yes. We had a great conversation the first time you and I met. I remember the first time you and I met. It was with uh, it was with Tank. But uh, guys, is there any like important topics? Because I've just dropped off. I've been on a motorbike. Crypto Dungeon came in. I didn't even realize. Say hello. You know, has he spoken? Has anyone heard from Crypto? Is he still alive or is he? I, I said hi. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt you guys. I just was listening. I was on a MetaMask. That's the fucking big deal. It's this MetaMask thing that's happening in Cosmos. I mean, that is huge. I, I'm surprised it's not getting a million tweets and things. This, that's snaps, a big right? deal. You mean snaps, right? Didn't uh, didn't Shade yes. and yes. didn't Shade and Leap both front run the Airdow? If I'm right in thinking, I believe uh, Shade and Leap have both made the Airdow. And their little meta meta mask fucking snaps snaps project look like plebs. I'm like snaps because I want to say plebs. Like uh, I think uh, and and uh, shit. I see your man's hands up here. People are sleeping on what those kids are doing over there. Is that right, Red Eye? I shit front running the eco as well as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Try and you know try and be humble about it. It took hundreds of hours of work but uh yeah shade was the first non-evm dapp suite to offer full metamask support uh it's different than what um it's different than what metamask snaps is though wait what wait how did you do that though what did you have to do with the node there was something that connected to the node what you guys had to do right so the biggest the biggest issue was uh it's handling viewing keys and query permits. So for anyone who isn't familiar with secret network or, or private DeFi within Shade, right? All of your token balances, uh, token histories, your allowances, all these things, they're in, they're encrypted by default, right? So if you were to go and try and look at my uh, balance uh, for my wallet, you wouldn't be able to see any of these assets. So the way that users see their own assets or through these decryption tools called viewing keys and, and query permits and MetaMask snaps uh, did not was not able to support uh, that sort of functionality um, out of the box. So the way we, the, the way we approached uh, providing MetaMask uh, support is different than the way MetaMask snaps is. Snaps is like an extension of the, the wallet UI so you can uh, see your balances, do swaps, do stuff like that within your wallet. 
the way that um, the shade, uh, the support for MetaMask on shade works is that um, we're taking sort of this walletless approach where, um, you know, your wallet is nothing more than the signer for your transactions. So uh, if someone wanted to come over from Ethereum, um, you know, they and they wanted to view their balances or transaction histories or anything like that, they do all that within the application, not within the uh, wallet. So it's just a difference of uh, approach. You know, we we have a pretty expansive DApp suite and it's going to continue expanding. And from our perspective, it's going to be very difficult for wallets to be able to keep up with the functionality and the UI that these DApps want to see with, you know, with, with their products. Um, and so the easiest way for us to be able to um, actually manage and, and determine what we want that UI to really look like is to offer the, the support for these wallets directly through the DApp and, um, and not have to worry about all this extra functionality in the wallet. But the main thing I wanted to bring up, and I'll, I'll stop talking here in just a second to what Sandy was talking about. Um, I think that MetaMask, I agree, I think MetaMask is a really big deal for the Cosmos. That being said, I personally hate MetaMask. Like, I do not like MetaMask at all. I don't like Kepler at all. Um, and, but, you know, I would be a fool to ignore the user base and we would be a fool or a group of fools to ignore the user base, um, that, that uses these products, right? MetaMask is the largest wallet in the, in web three, right? And so a personal stance on, oh, I don't like what they do here, what they do there. Um, it's not really up for us to decide, right? Users are the ones that are choosing these wallets, not dApps. So if a user wants to use a MetaMask and they're okay with their terms of service, then fine. We'll let them use it and we'll, you know, we'll let them use our uh, applications with it. Um, so uh, I, I just wanted to add, it's super important to add this, uh, to add this functionality, but I know people have been critical of like, why does everyone give a fuck about MetaMask? Like everyone, I think maybe even Timmy uh, put this up, maybe I'm conflating two different uh, opinions, but like, Everyone was just shitting on MetaMask a few months ago. Now everyone's like super excited that MetaMask is coming to Cosmos. And I just wanted to clarify kind of my stance is like having more wallets available to uh, interact with dApps is a good thing. Uh, but that doesn't mean you have to use them. You know, as a user, you still choose what you want. I love getting schooled in here. Thank you, Red-Eyed Bear. I, I don't like MetaMask either. And just like you said, it's it's a question of the numbers and the connectivity, which is what Cosmos is about, right? Just everybody needs to talk to each other across Kepler's these blockchains. Kepler's an abomination. This Kepler 2.0, I've never had a worse user experience in my fucking life. Kepler is just a, the biggest, I mean, I'm a big leap guy, but Kepler... Will these guys just fuck off and die? I hate your shit. Have any of you guys done uh, support before? <laughs> if you think you hate Kepler now, then uh, you should you should run some customer support, <laughs> and then you'll figure out how much you really dislike it. <laughs> I was asked to make a video about it. Uh, I made a video about the first one, but about the second one, I just couldn't. Because I, I couldn't hide the disgust and the confusion in my voice if I tried to make a video about how to use your Kepler wallet. So yeah, they kind of mess things up for me too. I, they do need to fix their shit or 
Sandy, to be honest, you should just make the video with the disgust and the fr frustrations <laughs> and send it to Kevlar. Maybe it will create some motivation for them. Yeah, it was particularly uh, distasteful for any Cosmosm-based chains, like any chains with dApps and other tokens outside your uh, your layer one coin. You're you're kind of getting effed. Like Secret Network uh, user experience, I imagine Juno's uh, user experience, any of these other chains that have multiple tokens, it, it doesn't make it easy for you to view your balances on these chains. Like I get they wanted to take this more uh, like broader approach to allow you to view all your assets in one place but like being able to sort by chain is super nice for those of us who use multiple chains if you just use osmosis then yeah sure kepler 2.0 probably works okay the originating problem is the two-pronged attack so way 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 back when before the stargate upgrade etc there was an agreement wasn't there with fucking David Park and, and the other fucking team on the other side, right? About Cosmos Station and about Kepler. And I've said this how many fucking times? It's their history. It's really obvious to see for everyone who pays attention to any fucking thing is that Cosmos Station was tasked, wherever they got whatever funding from, was tasked with deploying mobile and eventually integrating that with, you know, proper Web3, et cetera, et cetera. Kepler, they started out with a desktop shit, and they were kind of tasked with eventually, even though they were like the slowest movers in the entire crypto space with mobile, if anyone knows anything about Kepler mobile going back two and a half years, it's the biggest embarrassment you can talk about. What a load of bullshit. We had like what Adam, Secret, and Regan on testnet for like how fucking long like this 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 agreement where okay we've got two wallet teams uh, what do we do okay one start on fucking mobile app one start on web app meet in the middle and then by the time they've met in the middle people like leap have come along i, I like literally i didn't even know who is using kepler who is using cosmos station these days like who's not 100 leap because i fucking am I can do everything and more on Leap, and I need nobody and fucking nothing on mobile and all. I didn't need desktop. Yeah, Leap's pretty awesome. Leap's pretty awesome. Why Why was Leap the only platform Ethan fucking Freer could get fucking uh, Windex working on? If anybody tried to, and I know this is true, because I taught other people that were like, same problems, exactly the same time. Like, you couldn't use wind dow or windex or whatever the fuck he wants that player wants to call it you could never use it on mobile except leap leap was the only platform where they got the wallet connect fucking thing like right it was like the what it was the thing that like maybe got a leap like oh wow leap is so good because i did need to manage some shit with wind originally way back when not now but like why couldn't he get any other fucking wallet system working? It wouldn't work on Kepler. It wouldn't work on. It wouldn't work on any mobile app. But it worked on Leap. Leap are fucking just pissed all over everybody in this ego. These wallets are a fucking joke compared to Leap. Sorry, like controversial. I don't fucking care. Like they're a bag of wank, and now Leap's open source. 
they've open sourced the key storage uh, back end, right? Aye. So, can you hear me? Can you hear me pretty good? Or not? Yeah, 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 we hear you. So, do you use Leaf for everything you do? You're talking through potato, but we can hear you. Yeah, I'm trying to use these stupid headphones in the gym. But do, do you use Leaf for everything? Robo, your mic, man. He was asking, Robo, do you use Leap for everything you do? Pretty much. I think Leap, especially on the tablet, I think Leap's amazing. I think it's like, honestly, by user experience, it ranks outside every wallet I've ever integrated or acted with in Cosmos. It is so on point. It is unbelievable. I'm, I'm 100% Leap. As, as everything I can do on Leap, I do. If I have to go and do an airdrop with the, you know, the Mafia, the Kepler Mafia, then I have to go and do that. Otherwise, Leap is everything. Go on, Tank. What a topic. What freaking headphones do you guys suggest? Did you guys use space like all the time with headphones, like Bluetooth headphones? These are fucking horrible. Plug in. If you have an Apple phone, just get the free plug-in. I'm still waiting for the day that Twitter spaces work on desktop so I can just use my standalone mic. They do. Really? Wow. Maybe I'm just uh, I'm, I'm behind the times, I guess. Just log into your desktop right now and check it out. Do you know what? I, 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 don't want, send emojis. I don't want to be negative about what people like David Park and that have done over the last like, few years. I just think like Loop have come in and schooled them. They've come in and they've like, no, this is what it should be like. This is like what like we want to use. Like for me, Kepler Mobile and shit, it's always been painful as fuck. Like leap, like this is the funny thing. It's leap years ahead, isn't it? That's like a you're like laughing. It's a it's no fucking joke, bro. They are leap years ahead of what these plebs have been building for how long? And this is like an ex-terra project. Got like a little bit of funding, just quietly build. Got a tack for being close source a bit of Jacob and the, as normal. Anyway, tank go on, son. Sorry, I was in the hand because I know I sound like shit. But, um, I do have a question though. Like, how many of you guys actually do the majority of your crypto stuff on your mobile or on a tablet? Never. I fucking hate doing it on mobile. I don't I'm mean about to, 50, I don't mean 50. to like, kind of rain on the parade, but like, I know, I know you're saying global, like, you know, as far as mobile and all this other stuff. I don't think the vast majority of people actually do crypto stuff on mobile. Well, when, so, like, when I. When I got in crypto, I was on the beach every weekend. I was up the mountain every weekend. I was out camping every weekend. To, and, uh, you know, I wanted to, like, restake or blah, blah, blah. To me, mobile was everything. The only choice we ever had back in the day, and that's why I've tweeted a million times about them, was Cosmos Station. I was a huge Cosmos Station fan until I saw what they did, obviously with Minscan, Kujira, a few others. And, I, you know, I saw David Park for, like, what he actually is, a shithouse. Like, I used to do, at one time, 90% of my crypto life was on mobile. But now we're spending more time at home, blah, blah. 
maybe 50 50. But if I could go back, like, and, and do what I like, live how I was wanting to live at the time I was, bro, I need mobile in my life. I don't know about anybody else. My life needs mobile. I don't get the opportunity sitting from my computers all day long. I need really healthy, interactive, up to the moment, up to the point, fucking mobile access to pretty much everything. So, yeah, man, I'll open the floor, uh, Kit, and then Red Eye. Can I, Kit? Yeah, I'm, I'm not just speaking on behalf of the Cosmos ecosystem, but the world as a whole, for, you know, the point of access to get onto the internet and adoption purposes for, you know, using cryptography and blockchain, you know, distributed ledger systems, the world doesn't all have access to computers, you know, library bases and so forth. They all, but they do have 90% of the world population has access to mo mobile phone. Unfortunately, these wallets that are um, user friendly are mostly centralized with exchange that makes it a click at a button that they can just swap or buy or load and an off ramp uh, their, their assets to where why is you know the point of access and the ease associated to it should be through a, a modular device um as a key point that's all i think hey robo i think real quick an, another thing to remember is you know two years ago when you know kepler it was only kepler and cosmos station and they kind of i i agree with you like i think cosmos station went with the mobile assignment and kepler went with the browser but if my understanding is there wasn't that much money to pour into a wallet, you know, for the dev teams and all that. And it's like, they did, they did what they could do. I do agree with you that, you know, leap and some of these other wallets have, have, have jumped them on the mobile uh, front because in, in like Kit was saying, like if, if you do want to get mass adoption, mobile is the way to go. But I, I don't know. I don't know, Timmy. If you want to chime in, I think you know you have experience with with wallets. That there's just not not that money to be made. Okay, I'm not sure. One second, because we've got hands up. Just look at video games. Look what's played on mobile to what's not played on mobile. Mobile and and for the next fifty fucking years is going to be the biggest thing, the biggest driver. Like yeah, but you a different different revenue stream though, right? With 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 gaming, I would think. Uh, yeah, but but in regards to in regards to accessibility, convenience, like trust me, dude. For me to jump on my computer and do something, for me to do something on the mobile phone when I'm on the underground or you know the the uh, what's it called the overground? I'll call it the fucking monorail. They're portaling, coming home, whatever. Like, dude, think. Mobile should be right now for every dev at the center of their fucking thought or train of process of, like, how do we take this forward? Like, everybody needs a mobile app, right? Or if you can't, you need to be able to share them. The Dowdow should be doing, but they're not that clever. Like, mobile is fucking everything right now. Right, uh, Red eye and then tank. Red eye, one turn. Yeah, my my thoughts on mobile are like we're we're the people in this room right now are probably not the the best people, and you know I'm making some assumptions about who's in the room right now. Uh, but you know we're probably not the the ideal 
group of individuals who are are that really need this mobile experience. I think Kit hit the nail right on the head. Like, you know, the majority of the world. Great. I have been guy. I disagree. I've been that guy. I. To me, mobile access was fucking everything back in the day when I was first trading crypto. There you go. It was it was before the airdrops, before Kepler was even important. I needed Cosmos Station to be at the fucking race stake and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, I, I think you're underestimated. This is the thing about people who are like kind of dev-centric or whatever. They really do. And much what Kit said, you underestimate the rest of the population, bro. I'm telling you, you really do. Like most of us, I'd say ninety percent of us want to be on mobile. Generally, as people, I'd say there's ten percent plebs that probably want to be on the desktop. I'd say ninety percent of people on this god on earth. Not talking about crypto use. I'm talking about every ninety percent of us would rather be mobile than sat in front of a computer. Sorry, red eye gone. Yeah, now I, you know, I'm I'm projecting a little bit <clears throat> here, right? Because I'm uh I'm an impulsive person, right? And I know what my own tendencies are. And if I had the ability to uh you know leverage trade my assets or or borrow against assets, take out loans on my mobile devices while I'm out at, you know, pubs and shit, uh, I'm gonna end up in probably a precarious situation. So for me it's like a it's like a safety security thing, right? Uh you know, I, I make my moves um, after thinking them through. And, and for me, adding that mobile component makes me that much more likely to not follow through with my plans. Um, that being said, uh, you know, I, I, I personally heard stories from individuals that live in developing countries, um, people that contribute to the protocol. I contribute to people I've met in communities where their their access to stable coins and to markets uh, to these crypto markets via their mobile devices is what allows them to you know to to live effectively right their their currencies are devaluing in their native uh, country and they want to be able to swap to USD denominated stable coins which carry a premium in their uh, in their country and so um, I. I definitely don't want my statements to seem like I'm underestimating the value of mobile. For someone like myself, that value, it, it's not as valuable to me personally. You're not, you're not. But 99.9% of the Cosmos devs who spend their life in front of their laptop, even people we've been speaking to who've acknowledged the importance of mobile, none of them actually like live on their mobile de- they all live on their laptops. Like the weird thing is the people designing these systems are sitting in front of like high level computers every day. But then users are fucking not, unfortunately, right? Yeah, that that's very true. I think I think that's a very fair statement. Dude, the like <clears throat> it's I can't, I've been talking about this for two years. It's in my mind, I've been like why the fuck is not more focus on mobile? If anyone can remember the Kepler thing, if you can go back and please remember Kepler mobile test when we had Reagan, Adam and Secret, and what a joke it was. There's never been any real effort to create real nice like firmware that's like we all feel comfortable with. But Leap are doing that now. Anyway, I'll shut the fuck up. Uh, tank and then kid. 
Can, uh, hopefully you guys can hear me okay. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, it's just, yeah, um, go on. Okay. So I, I think um, while you guys aren't wrong, uh, I, I definitely agree with you guys. I think uh, mobile access is uh, a key component to mass adoption. I think you guys are only looking at it in, in like maybe even just two dynamics when you should be looking at it in a multi-dynamic kind of uh, viewpoint. Um, if you think about mass adoption and the way to like bring in that mass adoption that everybody likes to think about or fantasize about, like I, I promise you, and I'll give you a great example. Do you think uh, JP Morgan, do you think BlackRock, do you think all of these with high, high value factors are doing any of this stuff on their mobile? Do you think they're facilitating any of this stuff on their mobile? Do you think nation states are doing this stuff on their mobile? Do you think, uh, you know, any any one of these? Do you think they're doing any of these transactions on their mobile? Well, that's that's coming no. into no, they're, they're, they're not. They're not. They're absolutely not. And then, like, I, and like, so you can spread about and, and throw dust out there to the small, small part of. The, I can't hear anything, dude. Your your mics. No, no, I can't. And you're being counterintuitive a little bit, no? Like, isn't this like a show? Like, aren't you talking about big players? Like, aren't, aren't you talking about like TVL? And aren't you talking about is that what you were talking about there? Like, about why would these big players be worried about this? And but is, is it about the big players or like Cosmos tells us it's about onboarding the next like million users or whatever else? So, where are we, Tank? Are we just and, look at Cosmos, and look at Cosmos and look at Cosmos. That's a great example, right? Cosmos tells you to look at the little guys. Mass adoption is made to the little. Look at Cosmos. We're falling in 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 the rankings. We've forever struggled to do that. I'm telling you right now, like I, I don't. You got you. Maybe you don't have it wrong, but you're putting the importance positions in the wrong order. Dude, there's people in India will travel two days to use a computer. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Like, trust me, I get it. That's great. Those people that also have, uh, you know, that the need for, and I, I'm not trying to talk down about them at all. I think it's very, very important that those people have access to financial uh, uh, interactions or capabilities for them to bank themselves, to buy things, you know, with their mobile and stuff like that. I think, like, don't get me wrong when I say this, but no, it, who cares about the guy that has $5 on his mobile account in India? I care about the nation state, the sovereign wealth, and the, the, the private family office. That's going to bring billions of dollars. And they're not going to do that interaction or transaction on their mobile. They're just not. And that, again, it's the same thing as like employers, right? You start taxing employers, all this other stuff. Like employers, the ones that create the economy, the ones that move the economy, those that are actually making decisions, those are the ones that you need to structure and cater to, just in my humble opinion. I, I think you can't ignore the little guys, obviously. It's a balancing act. But, like, I think, like, everybody has this idea of, like, oh, decentralization and these, everything needs to be accessible and all that stuff. It's you're dead wrong. It's dead wrong. Dead wrong. Yeah, I'm 50-50 I'm agreeing with you, but I am on another train of thought in regards to mobile and how I think that's the best, like, penetration tool crypto will ever have by magnitudes beyond everything else we've ever seen. But I'll shut the fuck up and uh, go to Kit, and then Low War. Uh, go on, Kit. Well, first of all, it's okay if I go a little bit nerdy on you. Do what you like, darling. I, it's a welcome fucking relief right now, because I don't know where this conversation went, but we're having it, so you might as well be as nerdy as you want, darling. 
I know when I start talking a little intricate, people are just like, I don't know what you're saying. So, all right. Well, one of the problems is cross-bridging, cross-platform. When I say cross-bridging, we come to the same thing as what cross-platform is, is the rendering and the compatibility of coding languages. So when we end up thinking about, okay, how can we end up getting people just for TCP IP, um, you know, the circuitry of the relays is there is a rendering effect of entropy when you end up going from Android to Apple to desktop and your applications uh, like the JavaScript code might break uh, between where you have uh, RPC calls, infinite packet losses. So in this case, when you try to include blockchain, blockchain can solve this, but is the same ideal of trying to be safe and secure with the idea of bridging mechanisms. Um, when I say to be safe and security and blockchain can solve this is referencing to the mobile devices or the computers and so forth um, to be able to enter into a uh, very centralized um, you know, internet is based off of doxing, device hardware associations to get in your certificates. So that reduces the security and increases risk. When you use blockchain, you can utilize the blockchain for a um, basically a data table associated to it, but that will actually reduce the rendering. But we have to think about security, and that's why a lot of these decentralized plays are not creating a multi-use case application, a WAP or an app. So uh, any of you uh, plebs in the room want to retort against your woman? No, I thought not. Uh, this is the first <laughs> time I've heard uh, WAP used in a uh, as a different acronym. So thank you, Kit. Oh, Kit, Kit's lethal. Kit's Kit's one of Kit's one of the original savages of the entire network. She'll wreck your fucking brain in two seconds. Uh, Law war. There we go. Hey guys, what's up? What's up, everyone? You all right, bro. You okay? Yes, I'm good. I just wanted to um, chime in on the, um, the mobile thing. Kit, she did say something that I was thinking, because I, I asked myself, I said, why these people don't have mobile, like where you can go on like and use my mobile? And I said, it must be something, because the phone and the desktop internet are ran on like two different type of like um things or whatever, whatever the, the term be for it. But when it comes to like onboarding people, trying to get mass adoption, mobile is not going to happen until a lot of these apps can be, these things can be used on mobile. It, it's not going to happen. And then it's keeping out the yeah, masses. Been, it's keeping the I've masses out. And then it's putting people with only a certain type of, of money and knowledge in a position to really have to, to, to get in on this crypto market. Because if I go out in, in, the, in the world, and tell somebody about Umiflet stars, any of this stuff. Okay, people got Kepler because it's an app that you can download on the phone. But when it comes to Umiflet, they won't be able to just download it or, or use it on their phone because it's only a computer thing. And that goes for everything else that's, that's built like that. So it's only going to be people that's using that platform going to be the only ones passing money around. So it's only going to be a small group of people. You, you, you are describing the largest problem in crypto, my friend. 
okay, bunch of money, a bunch of people trading their same money around in a circle, thinking they're going to get rich. At least in a bear market like now. I think you also. You're, you're on the money. It's, it's the same thing in a bull market, bro. It's the same thing in a it's, bull market. It's it's not because there's new money coming in. It is similar. Oh yeah, yeah. I know in that is, sense. In that sense, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. There is a bit of new money coming in. But I think you make a great point. I actually, sorry, Red Eyes had his hand up. Go for it, Red Eye. My bad. Uh, I just wanted to point out that that uh, what Lowe was saying actually brought up probably I think one of the biggest value propositions from myself. Like I'm not a mobile user, but this this single thing makes me realize the value of it. Like if I'm out and about, right? Let's say I'm at a conference. Let's say I'm just out and about in my own city, and I'm talking to someone who's interested in uh, Web three. Like if I want to show them the application, these applications that could help them do whatever it is that they're trying to do, or you know, I just want to share something I'm interested in. I have to be able to do that from mobile. There's zero chance I'm getting them to come back to my house to look at my desktop so I can show them this application, right? So like for, I think, you know, a lot of us, a lot of projects are relying on this organic uh, engagement, organic reach to try and expand their user base. And, you know, that that comes from personal, personal interactions. And one of the easiest ways to to be able to kind of show off these applications that you're using is through mobile devices. Otherwise, like, yeah. I was dying in my mind. I'm thinking while you said that, I was like, that awkward feeling and interaction when you're like, hey, you want to come back to my house and see this crypto thing? Like, it's never going to happen to you. Hey there, young person or or pretty later handsome man. You want to come back to my house and see this crypto thing I like so much? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. That's my closing move. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to see something cool? <laughs> so I remember yeah, I, there was a short period. There was a short period of time where being into crypto was actually riz material because everyone thought it meant you must be rich. It was like a four month period, and then it did a one eighty. <laughs> yeah, it, I remember I'd go to. I, I remember I had I had a, a BlockFi account purely because they gave you a metal credit card with a Bitcoin logo on it. So I'd go to bars and like buy people drinks and make sure they saw that and talk to chicks be like oh yeah let me let me cover this oh, one you know wiggle, wiggle the card rewards bro hell yeah <laughs> and then it was funny i still get a letter you know every month or so about the block liquidation and bankruptcy which doesn't affect me at all i simply use their cards and cashed out the rewards immediately and use their platform so I'm Dude, just I, like, oh. I get it too i still get those emails matter of fact but unfortunately i do have some of my stuff sitting in there uh, interest-bearing account uh, that they had. Not like a crazy amount, but like it was like from mining and stuff like that, but I still get it. It's it's really interesting like what they're going through as far as the litigation and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah, because they're in that unique position where they started pretty legit, but they got acquired by FTX in some capacity. And so then that got them all wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. If BlockFi, I don't know if, if, they, if they didn't get touched by FTX, if They'd still be around, obviously. Who knows, right? But like, what a shame. Hey, real quick to to just move off the whole <laughs> mobile versus PC topic, which I'm using both minute. right now. Yeah. A minute before we do, before we do, yeah. I listen to Tank and Timmy and they're going like way back in the day. The only thing you ever needed to like impress anyone back in the day was a Nokia seventy one ten E. The pop-off phone that the uh, Neo had in the Matrix. If anyone had a 
pop out that bitch at a bar and be like, this bad boy's got so many bitcoins in it. Jimmy knows if you pop the 7110E in a bar, like in front of you, you're like, yes, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, that was the phone to have back in the day. Anyway, sorry, Dude, man. I, I remember, real quick, I remember in my childhood, one of the most impressive things before even having, well, no, I would say it's right up there with actually getting a home computer. Like, when home computers are like, struggle bus to get one in there and if your family had one like it was like oh look at you but i remember when my parents had my dad had this um oh god what was it it was called an impulse i forget who made the car but it was an impulse who what made who made an impulse car it was a fucking small looking look like almost like a delorean little hatchback thing but he had in there the old cell phone that was like screwed into the console thing with who made impulse now uh with the long cord Dude, my dad must have been looked at as like the most richest guy on the block in the neighborhood, maybe, dude. And I was walking. I did. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea. I knew it made calls, but I had no idea. I just I remember telling everybody my dad's got a cell phone in his car and it was like hot shit, dude. Dude, I'm just looking forward to uh, I think eventually one day I'll get rid of my iPhone and go back to like the old Motorola Razor phones just so I can flip that bitch closed whenever I'm done talking to someone. The snaps, dude. The snaps when you would see snap you're a close. real one. I've I've heard other people say that, but their solution to that is buying like a Galaxy Flip, and it's, it's just not the same. It's I, not the same. I, I, also, does anybody miss the physical click of a keyboard? I remember for the, like I was I was one of those people that bought Android phones that had a slide out keyboard until they were no longer available because I love that tactile click. The Motorola, the Motorola though. I did talk about this on the space the other week because I do know a lot about the beginning. I mean, I worked in the industry, so I do know a lot about it. But the Motorola Racer, like how they built, because obviously Android is from Motorola. Uh, Google bought them out. Like the, the, they created this robotic arm to flip out that Motorola, like how many times before it showed anywhere of tear? Like three and a half million flips before it showed any like any structure. Like they were examining it constantly. The the create Motorola, their factory. I forgot where it was again. I'm sure it was in uh, California somewhere. Motorola's factory was insane. Didn't they build the like in, indestructible phone that all the builders and that were buying? Like Motorola created some crazy shit in the mobile world. Like these were like pioneers beyond. I don't, beyond I don't know. I, just think, I remember how how deep I was into BlackBerry, and I thought BlackBerry was going to be like the forever thing, dude. I love my BlackBerry, and like it just is a great example, especially now. Like when I think I understand technology or like have any idea of how far or where it's going to go. Like I just go back to remembering how I feel in the shedder at my old job years ago playing up because again, remember everybody was talking about being in the shedder is the most important place where you do all your work right uh taking my five minute break to go hide and check my whatever myspace thing uh on my blackberry dude it was the best i thought that thing was the best and i love the keyboard i missed my keyboard timmy missed it do you know why blackberry was so good so famous back in the day though was uh there was the first uh, rim who is the uh, parent company RIM uh, Research in Motion, who were actually a Canadian company that were bought outright by uh, was it Nokia? 
did Nokia buy them out before Nokia then got bought out? I think. The, the, I mean, a few things. Obviously, the enterprise, like technology, you know, they were way ahead in business. BlackBerry were, or RIM, sorry, Research in Motion were light years ahead of anybody. Uh, but SSL uh, technology, which is what they're starting to talk about in crypto. So there's been this little, like, uh, SSL, like, uh, conversation going on recently. Uh, SSL is a secure socket layer uh, technology, right? So th does anybody in the room know about SSLs? I'm sure probably Red Eye does, being the privacy fucking junkie that he is. But, dude, BlackBerry was, like, well famous because of the tunnels they could create of SSL, right? I don't know. Can I can I uh, conspiracy theory something right now and accuse somebody of something, even though I have no merit to do so, I'm just fucking around? Can I do it right now? I think Coin Landing Page, he's so quiet. He's always sitting here as a speaker. I think he's the recorder for Jacob. What are you doing here, Coin Landing Page? Why are you still here? Aren't you supposed to be working? What are you doing here, bro? I'm uh, listening to Look, you. Look, now he hears. You. Now he chimes in. Now he's. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm doing just around the house, bro. Uh, Did yeah, I, I was listening in, but uh, I heard you guys talk about um, mobile versus desktop and stuff like that. So. Uh, did Tang, really you recording? Listening. You recording? No. Did Tang impression of soy? I think Tang did an impression of soy, like, coined on the page, where are you? Why haven't you answered my email? Why haven't you answered my request, you pleb cunt? Did Tang just do an impression of soy cowboy down there? <laughs> I just like fucking with coined on the page. He's a good guy. Fucking <laughs> fucking with you. Oh, beautiful. And Emin Soy, I'm not yeah, too sure. Yeah. You say that now that I'm here, but I, I, I wonder what you would have said if I didn't react. Oh, no, I know you're recording, bro. I'm halfway joking. I'm halfway joking. <laughs> you fucking emotional employee. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine. What? No, no, Real quick. no I am, I am not, I'm not an emotional employee. I don't aspire to be. I'm good where I'm at. Imagine the fucking smell. In this house, oh my goodness, it fucking stinks, right? Bruce, we need a reset, dude. We need a reset. Are we resetting? Found any, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm Bruce. I'm trying to reset myself right now with a cup of coffee. <laughs> I got you, Bruce. I got you. I would just like to say thank you, everyone, for flying Rack FM Starlines. Appreciate the pre-show. Would like you to sit back, relax, fashion your seatbelts until Captain Robo turns off the seatbelt light. Quick update before launch, Cosmos Atom token just hit its pre-conference, hopefully high, of 755. Watch out on that one, folks. Stargaze Star token just went back to Ascent, and we have Kuji knocking on the door of 70 cents. That's your pre-flight update. Please keep your seatbelts fastened, friends, and enjoy the launch. We're getting clearance from the tower very soon. Chainlink is, is also just, preparing just, for takeoff. Be warned. Just, just the moment that I sell all my all my bags and stake, and I sell my bags, and everything starts going up. Like this is classic, isn't it, Bruce? No, don't worry. This is just the pump. So this I'm... is just the pump before Binance announces bankruptcy and liquidates everything. <laughs> There's always a big pump before catastrophe, and Binance is about to go under. So. 
Don't worry, you'll have a chance to. Play I think well. I think I think you are exaggerating exaggerating a bit to me. I think Binance US US Binance going to go under. I don't think Binance as a whole is going to go under. No, no, no. CZ. Oh, gross. Yeah, CZ's been uh, purposely inflating the price of BNB, uh, especially over the last like four months. But like, if you go back further, uh, CZ has a real hardcore liquidation price on his BNB assets, and he cannot let that fall under two hundred bucks. And he's done everything in his power to ensure that that did not reach that level. Anyway, uh, good on, kid. Darling, I'm just talking shit again, you know. I know nothing. I want CC to fail. Anyways, uh, congratulations, Mayor, for uh, winning the... Kid, are you racist because he's Chinese? Are you racist or not because he's Chinese? Is that Asian racism you've got going on there or not? And I'm human. There's only one human race. Just checking you don't like the Chinese, or do you? Does that contrast your view a little bit? You don't like the Chinese, or not? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about there, Robo. I'm just going this to... This is a recorded space, Robo. Please back the fuck. Isn't CZ allegedly Chinese, isn't he? But I, I've heard yeah. like he's never... Yeah, he's, he's, he's Chinese okay. nationality, for sure, I believe. What, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? So, nothing. nothing. That's the price of being bee in China. Is he a plant? Is he a plant? And do you hate him because he's a plant? Is, is, is he a plant? <laughs> I don't think he's a plant. If if, if CZ disappears, it's it's more problem for, for everyone, I would think. But I agree with you. The BNB price has to hold two hundred. If it doesn't, you got thirty three billion dollars worth of tokens that could vaporize well not just that ever since paxos severed their relationship with them busd is completely unbacked and on paper they claim it's backed by bnb so bnb goes down then even their fake claiming of busd having value is gone no, so it's I, a double the double problem yeah the double-edged sword associated to which is the lesser of two evils but i really want if you like doggy um, thoughts on I really like this. <laughs> Thank you. You're unmuted. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Talking to my kids. Be so I think this this begs the question then, right, Timmy? What what's safe? What is uh in these next three months? Bitcoin what's, what's and chain link. That's pretty much it. You say Bitcoin? Bitcoin and chain link are the only things I'd trust to definitely be around in fifty years. Fiat. Without a doubt. I'm a fiat maxi right now. I'm a fiat maxi. Maybe. Nah. I don't think anything's necessarily safe. I also don't think everything's necessarily dangerous. I think we're at a very tumultuous time in the market and anything could happen. Well, you're safe in You're not safe from inflation. That's the problem, and that's why we're here. Real quick, Timmy, QG, USK. Guys, guys, we're having crazy numbers. GDP's up. Tourism numbers, we've just overtaken again as a number one visited capital city in the world. Like, we're not worrying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, wait, I'm gonna give you an overview very quickly of the economy here. Very quickly. There's been 
two weed shops in my village for 18 months. There's now nine in the last like two weeks. Things are exponentially more than anyone would like. I'm seeing a resurgence in economies, in tourism. Like the trains are packed coming in from the airport here. I'm bullish as fuck. Unfortunately, guys, I gotta hop. I gotta gotta get back to work. So it was great talking with all you guys. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Always enjoy speaking on and on these things and getting to talk with everyone. Awesome, bro. Thank you for driving by, man. We always appreciate having you here, man. Bringing value to our content. All right. Why is my, my microphone always on? Jesus. I think we I should. Uh, I'm with you, Robo. I'm bullish, bro. Let's let's go. I think everybody should buy silver. Uh, and and copper and uh, not gold, uh, but yeah, and PA. I love you all so much. That's what I think. Please. That's what I think, bro. Buy Chainlink. I love you all. And Chainlink and Chainlink because I agree with Tammy. I think Chainlink is pretty safe. I think Bitcoin is pretty safe. Uh, Ethereum is probably obviously you know pretty safe. Uh, but everything else can kiss my dick. Like I don't think it's fucking. It's not- I don't think it's gonna be around. <laughs> <laughs> The founder of Chainlink just gave a talk at Cybos or whatever that, you know, international like banking SWIFT conferences and uh, basically confirmed they're working with SWIFT and all these other partners to secure quadrillions of dollars across the world. So crazy stuff. Yeah. Num- yeah. Numbers with more zeros in it than I've seen before. <laughs> yeah. I know. I agree. I think, you know, we always joke with you about Chainlink, but I one thousand percent agree with you about the importance of chain link uh, have you seen its price recently it's finally starting to leave it's like two yeah, I year that, range. i always laugh at your charts when you posted that one thing about like you have so much fucking lines and like i'm so colorblind that i like, I'm like <laughs> but i saw, yeah, my mobile I, saw charts. I was like i agree and i couldn't even tell what the hell i was looking at i was just like i know that he's right about chain link though so i agree i know that one's probably li- <laughs> yeah that's the chart this is a chart left over from my DGen BitMEX days. I basically had every token on BitMEX on a chart overlaid with each other. I'd watch it on the one minute and ape in and out of stuff with like 50x leverage. <laughs> You're a fucking DGen, dude. Oh my God. And I absolutely recommend that nobody ever does that because it's why I'm not rich today, despite being in crypto since Bitcoin was like 10 bucks. So I cannot recommend staying away from that enough. So yeah, guys... go back. Go back to that story you're talking about with the uh, uh, the the card uh, and being able to go. Oh yeah, I've been uh, I've been I've been in crypto since uh, you know 2016, baby. Well, uh, wait, Tank. Yeah, the story. Yeah. One time, I hit a really big long on Ripple. It's like when it exploded, and I had a 50, or no, I think I had a 75x leverage on it. It was one of the assets that was above 50, um, and it was like it was a Friday. It happened. And I think I was either chilling with a bunch of my friends or I hit them up and I was like, hey, let's go out tonight. Like drinks are on me. So I used like my, I think I had a BitPay card at the time or something and like bought everyone drinks, had a crazy night out, got home later that night and I was liquidated. And I was like, uh, shit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I can tell you right now, the biggest, the biggest lick that I took but it's not like a, a leverage trade. It was more like a, a spot law, like, you know, obviously a spot like a month. Actually, it was like two and a half month long. 
um, that I made the most money on ever. And you guys are going to hate me for this, but it was Juno. Like I made a lot of money on Juno. Did you put <laughs> like, a lot in? No, I, uh, I wouldn't say it. Well, it's, that's, you know. Are you counting like your airdrop as missed potential profit or do you just mean like money you put in? No, money I put in. Uh, yeah, like no money yeah. I put in. Uh, yeah, like it had to be. Actually, no. I, I would say percent-wise, but like this is like stuff that I didn't risk because it was airdropped to me. But, like the be the most best money I ever made, guys, was Netta. The best money I ever made was probably fucking Netta in the Cosmos ecosystem. Like not spending any money. Like to hit a lick like that, man. I The only thing I Are didn't you, get was... The You're talking about that time when they were just when they were handing out airdrops that were actually worth. Oh, we're yeah, talking dude, back we're, in 2021. 2021. Yeah, we were we were talking about this last time on Rock FM. If you didn't make significant amount of money from the like what was happening back then, you got to think about it. We had Osmo. Like I, you could not lose back I then. I need to know how that was possible. I want to know who is the person. No, I want to know who is the person that put in the USDC into that liquidity pool that started it at the price it started it at. Who, who just fell on the board like that? It was Juno. It was Juno and the fact that Juno was balanced against Adam in like the osmosis pool, for example. Right? There was, there was a way to get your money out of there if you wanted to, right? But just to say what like Tanks is, the best three ever airdrops if you were really farming really playing the game netta some and stars in my opinion i don't know dude like i oh that's good that's a good one but i could also like i don't know if it's better but stargaze stargaze what a lot of money cool whoa. and i got there's a lot of them dude fuck bro I didn't get Huawei. I, I, I know that I got like nearly 8K USD of stars. That's what so, I know. I know people I, that were making like, I know people on Stargaze and Chihuahua alone that were making like 300 to $1,000 a day back then. Like they were just even, even cashing out consistently, just cash, just letting it roll, just letting it roll, just let, dude, people, osmosis. You could fucking throw your dick down a narrow, like you just, it didn't matter, bro. You just throw it down there and hit profit every single time. It Dude, I got three drops. I got three net drops. I got four stars drops. And I got three sum drops. And the fact that I bulked them up was what made the difference. Like, like some at the time, if you sold some at like $5 or whatever, Holy fuck, bro! That was so. If you sold salt like sold stars, upwards of like seventy cents, you were fucking laughing, man. All the way at the fucking bank. Yeah, the good old days, man. That, that, I think I think it's really funny because I think that's gonna be, you know, if if we're, I hope so, guys. I really like. I look at this room right now, and I hope after this next bull run, then even the next bear, whatever, whatever happens, right. I hope in five years and I'm still talking to you guys. I think it's going to be really funny when we go back and talk about like, remember the airdrop season in Cosmos? That, like, I think that's going to be like our, remember we walked 50 miles in the snow, like kind of conversation. It's going to be really good. I think it's going to be funny.
I hope you guys are still around. And 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 think about what I mean, what we've gone through. I mean, a lot of us hang out in these circles, but with 2022, 2022 was a shit year for I mean, once the DPEG in in what was the end of April, the DPEG happened with Terra. The, I mean, the liquidity slowly got, I mean, not slowly, quickly left. But then from from May of 2022 to August, September, when FTX crashed, going through all that crap, and you kind of learn the do's and don'ts. But I, the, the few bags that I'm, I'm trying to stack up right on right now is stars and, and, and whale. Like, I think stars at a penny and whale, at, you know, 1.3 or 1.4 cents. That's what I'm trying to load up on right now. Just trying. Sorry, Timmy. Haven't they just announced, though, that they're going to go after Sam's uh, parents? Good. I did not hear that. I did not hear that. Isn't it? I saw it on Twitter, but I'm not sure if it was real. I hope so. They definitely were involved. Yeah, as they should. I would say good. Do you not think his parents are his handlers? There's a lot of people that think that Sam's parents are his handlers. Maybe maybe not handlers, but at least enablers or co-conspirators, at the very least. Yeah, oh. for sure. Facilitators, for sure, at the, at the least. Well, oh, It was so crazy. When you listen to that guy go back and listen to recordings, it's like, it's so clear now that it's like, did he even actually know what was going on? You know, it makes you wonder. Was he just the front man and no one knew what? I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like when he was playing League of Legends on like that interviewer call he was on, there's one of two ways to think about that. One, he's literally just so self-absorbed and narcissistic that he didn't care. Or two, he genuinely didn't grasp the gravity of his situation because he is just a front man. And so he's just kind of casually gaming on the side while talking about this thing that's going on who his parents have said, don't worry about it. Like, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll take care of it. <laughs> In retrospect, and what we've heard and what evidence has come out, like, is he going to be the fall guy for the cartel money that was laundered? Because there's rumors, and the CIA is involved as well, of upwards of uh, 10 billion of cartel money being laundered through Sam's empire, one way or another. Uh, That's the thing that, like, you know, they talk about the fentanyl, they talk about this in America. Well, let's fucking see. Because if, if I'm not saying it's true, I'm just saying if it is, he's fucked. Uh, go on, kid. Go on, darling. Oh, I was just curious how old Sam Bacon Freed is and how old he was when he started the company. And... I can't hear her. Is she talking? Yeah, she's yeah, talking. Yeah. I'm back okay. in the game. Yeah, he's, he's, 30, he's 31 years old right now. Sam is 31. And, I mean, he went to Stanford for a while. Yeah, well, Sherry, you know, is as long as he, because while he was being a full-time student and under the age of 25, 
started the company and was under rule of his parents, the fiduciary responsibility to a certain degree does fall onto the guardians. So what you're um, talking, yeah, what you're talking about, what, FTX sues Sam Bakeman's freed parents for misappropriation, misappropriated funds. That's the articles that's coming out right now. I wonder if his parents ever participated in the orgies with him and Caroline. That's the Sam, yeah. so, No, no, wait. Sam is typical a monarch butterfly. He is the atypical, uh, the, the archetypical example of a monarch butterfly, right? His parents are probably not his parents. They are his handlers, and uh, he's being brought up to do a very specific thing, and he's expendable. And uh, to how extent he's expendable is what we're about to find out. It's like the old thing. Really? Place. Yes. Sa Sam, in theory, from what we know, should never see the light of day again in the history of his life. Will that happen? Most of us very much doubt it. Yeah, well, they, they dropped the charges that had to do with um, the, the gifts to the the political donation. So, of course, I, I think did. he, he didn't buy the full insurance package. I think he only bought the, the partial insurance package. So, I mean, he's still up for fraud and conspiracy charges. And I guess that trial is scheduled to start October 3rd. So, I, I mean, only. Because, only because the charges haven't come out about the Ukrainian money laundering scheme. Sam helped the Democrats launder billions of dollars, right, through fucking funds through Ukraine. Let's be very frank where this, like, the root of this whole thing lies is like, this is like just one gigantic money laundering scheme that came off the back of other money laundering schemes. Let's not fucking kid ourselves, guys. I'm, I'm not even American and I what, fucking know. What, what do you think Tether's main business model is? Yeah, but Tether's not, not an American. So Tether's not an American company, so they don't give a fuck. There's a thing about terror. Uh, terror. Uh, <laughs> sorry, dude. dude. No, 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 but I'm just, I'm just saying you're right. FTX is yet another extension of the one of maybe the longest running money laundering scheme in history. I've never done any research, but Tether's been around for a while now. So No, no. No, no. The, the longest money laundering scheme in history is the U.S. Well, so US far, uh, Sterling. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, all like uh, Binance, uh, FTX, Celsius, BlockFi, all these things, even if they don't start that way, they die on the sword for Tether. I guarantee you this. Uh, much of what FTX did wrong, they did on behalf of Tether. It's why they were given so much Tether and why their exchange was able to be massive like in such a short period of time. And that's all tied into everything. Like Everything Robo was saying, I agree with. There, there's money laundering, there's cartel business, there's all this sort of shit. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. No, no, all no, I want to no. do yeah. is buy some Yeezys with my Adam. That's all I want to do, man. I just want to buy some Yeezys with my damn Adams. That's Ooh. all I want to do. They, they put, they put ten million, uh, ten billion dollars at least through some the Mexican cartels. 
Like, there's going to be numbers. where you, It's going to take so fucking long for everything to come out. Sam has been guilty of the... Ha- I mean, this shit, it could be executed for. Like, it's hard. Like, them, isn't the Mexican shit like some, like, in- infringement on your sovereignty or whatever it is? Like, he has facilitated a lot of shit. Let's just say that. The Mexicans? The Ukrainians, like, I mean, you must be protected if you're not going to go down for life for that shit. And life, I mean, by if I mean executed. Yeah, I, I think back what I was saying, I think what, you know, he was charged with violating the U.S. campaign finance laws, but those charges were dropped late July because, um, let's see, later... But so he, I'll tell you why they were dropped, yeah. Mayor. Uh, it was yeah, no, because whatever they say is bullshit. The reason why they dropped any charges is because they're working on a bigger case on a charge on somebody else that's more important. Yeah, that's was, why those kind of charges get dropped. The finance donation to the political donations, but he's still charged with fraud in the mingling of customer funds. He's got seven charges against him, seven counts of conspiracy and fraud. I I, I don't think he bought the full insurance package. Uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see, but gosh, he gave over a hundred million dollars to campaigns in the in the for the midterm elections. A hundred million dollars, but no, when you not two campaigns, make sure you understand. Make sure you specifically say to which party. I'm pretty sure Sam donated a shit ton to both parties. He just only made did the Democratic get, one public. Yep, he, he did the public one behind the scenes. Yep. I like that he really made money. He gave an equal amount of money, like roughly equal to both parties. He just didn't make the Republican ones public because of perception. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's so that people would stay off his back on both sides of the aisle. But then public perception was more positive if he had the Democratic donations be because crypto in general is slightly more liberal leaning, or at least that's what they thought, which I don't know if that makes sense. No wonder. No wonder I hate crypto so much. (laughs) I, I disagree. I think crypto is the place that attracts like people who don't feel they really fit in either party. Like, I feel like call it libertarian, kind of, feel, call it apolitical. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's libertarian kind of Tank, I wasn't gonna cut anybody off, but like I, I heard what Tank was saying there. And if there's a vibe in the room where all the people feel like that, many esteemed, right, and well like acknowledged uh politicians in Washington. Right, whether they be like senators, House of Representatives, right, have said that for a long time, the last four, five, six years, pretty much since Trump, there's only been one issue that unites both sides. There's only one caucus that gets together, right, uh, with Cynthia and stuff, and it's the crypto fucking caucus. At the minute, crypto is the only thing in the United States of America that is keeping these people on either side fucking talking. And that's a fact. There's been many prominent people come out and said, no, no, there's only like this crypto caucus that's like the only like way that people from either side of the table will meet and like the like apart from that, everyone hates each other in Washington. And I don't mean hate, I mean beyond magnitudes of what we think, right? 
Okay. But sorry, dude, I'm gonna unmute. I didn't. I hate mute. I hate the mute button. But I just want to say that I do know crypto is the only thing that is merging or bringing together the 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 the, the, the different houses, right? The different fucking aspects of fractions here within the United States. It's the only fucking thing the meat over and talk about is that fucking crypto fucking caucus, right? Robo, you've been saying you hate the mute button, but you've been using it more and more lately. No, well, just tonight, because these are all big personalities, and I mean, I mean, I'm an outsider, but I do know that, like, I, I, I follow Cynthia and a few other people who, like, do contribute. The fucking crypto caucus right now is the only reach of a group. Everyone else hates one another. You can't get them in a room. They've been talking about this in the House of Representatives for ages. The, the, there's no coming together. The only thing that is bringing together the different factions of the US government right now, right, and the deep hearts of government is cryptocurrency. Uh, go on, Timmy. Sorry, son. I was just going to say, actually, Robo, feel free to keep muting. If I can ask a favor, I feel weird saying this to the host. Please stop unmuting your mic when anyone else is talking. I am getting a literal migraine. It creates the loudest, most sharpest, painful noise. So if you need to jump in somewhere, I'd prefer you mute someone rather than try and talk over them. It's weirdly bad today. I don't know why. Oh, you know, maybe. He's been doing that lately. Yeah, or we just do yeah, the, the hands. The thing. Guest, the guest of Record Fuck FM that shit. Hands. This is Rack FM. We don't put up hands. Let, let's just for 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 uh, good practice, just all start talking through each other. Is you're not allowed to have your mic muted if you're on stage. That's the next. <laughs> I, I just po I just posted a link below showing the campaign donations from uh, SBF, and it looks like about eighty percent of it was to Democratic PACs or you know the campaign PACs, you know Future America. Where we got Protect Our Future, America United, DNC Service Corp. The big ten, nine, six million dollar donations are are towards the Dems. Looks like the the Republicans got like maybe, I don't know, a couple million. That motherfucker hates us. Anyway, uh, <laughs> can I can I can I pivot just a little bit and ask you guys what you guys feel about what the signature proposal on the Cosmo Club? Thank one minute. I have to I have to apologize to Timmy, and I'm gonna swap devices. Apparently, this tablet is fucked. However. I do appreciate what May is saying, but I think there's also something else that you guys like, need to go and look at. Please go and investigate uh, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's direct investment into the de Democratic arm in 2020 uh, through a certain thing that Zuckerberg did, being a sly cunt, uh, and avoiding the trouble that Sam's in now. He put about $140 million uh, into these, like, there were these uh, NGOs, these, uh, you know, bring out the vote of fucking shit and, in Michigan. And Zuckerberg, in uh, 2020, 
alongside what he did with Facebook and how he presented, you know, Biden versus Trump and whatever else, uh, he did actively contribute. It was a ridiculous amount of money. There's a shell company behind it. There's, there's all this evidence that people don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like I know so much more than the vast majority of Americans know. Right, Ilan Ilan Omar in Michigan. How many people know her about her fourth husband? Right, she's not fussy. She's on her fourth husband. How many people know about their one street and about how all the like political uh, campaign donations that Ilan Omar got in Michigan? If you know, she's one of the famous five, isn't she? Her AOC, uh, the other fucking fat cunt that fucking looks like a jab of the hood. You know who I'm talking about. But seriously, it, there's so much fucking corruption in America and you just project this shit around the rest of the world as if, like, oh, everybody else is corrupt. But it is a fucking joke for people like me, you know, living across the other world and hanging around with you guys that are trying to escape this shit, right, to watch this shit going on. Do not fucking underestimate what Robo knows. Go and look at what Zuckerberg did with this NGO shit, how he backed all this shit in 20, like way back before 2020. Look at Soros. Look what he did. Look at Ilan Omar in Michigan, right? She's well famous in the US. Look at her fucking husband. Look at her marriage history. Look at who she married to fucking get the green card, right? And look how much fucking money she paid her new guy to run the campaign for her. Exactly. What a fucking scam US politics is. I'll tell you what, we have kangaroo court over here in Thailand, and it's a fucking joke. I'll tell you what, I, I, sometimes I look at Thai politics and think it's far more fucking serious than what you guys are going through over their mind. And I know this for a fucking fact. Oh yeah, America's fucked, bro. We and, and it's it's even more worse because like we've normalized it and we think it's like what it is, and they promote it as like we're better off and nose up and stuff like that. America's fucked, bro. America's fuck, 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 fuck. Hey, but anyway, um, we're so fucked that we need to pivot on it. Like, I'm that's all that's all normal it is for me. I'm like, hey, anyway, but um, no, I agree, man. It's like, thank mm-hmm. one minute get in because he's gonna he's, he needs to speak on this instance. Well, well, come back straight to tank after Doug. Let's get Duck in in case he's on the same subject. Duck? Oh, no, I'm always up for putting a bit of finance and, uh, and tether, to be fair. I just reference FTX. Do you want me to? I've got something I can put up in the nest, but I don't want to just chuck it up there um, and just seem like I'm being a miserable, fuddy, fuddy duck. That's all. Go for it. Go for it. Go. Cool. I'll shut the fuck up. Back onto you, Tank. Sorry, bud. No, no, no. Food. Food. Give me yeah, some food. Away, man. Want... Yeah, we want to hear it. There you go. It's up in the top. Come on, Doug. You're up. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. What, what you got? What you got? What shit you got for us, bro? It's 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 all up there. You can read it yourself, Robbo, for fuck's sake. I'm, I'm not here to read for you. Look, a lot of it is blacked out. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the first thing. It's a whole thread. Got it. Got it. Where am I looking? Up top in the nest. Robo, it's got to be getting late for you over there. You you still ready to go? 
Oi, his grandfather, his grandfather, me, are kicking in. I'm about to swap yeah. devices. About to get this up. Hold on, how many, items are, how many items are in the nest for you guys? Because I still see only one, the one I posted, and that doesn't seem accurate. There's like... My nest never updates anymore. Eight or nine or something like that. Oh, jeez. Well, okay. Hey, ignore um, me. The, the so, tweet they're I'll talking about is from Jacob Silverman. It's got some information on there as far as uh, the gifts that SBF received and money uh, moving around. Jacob Silverman. So, Cosmos Hub signaling proposal, Adam Accelerator Dow. Who's voting yes? Who's voting no? What do y'all think? Six more months, yay, nay. Give me your thoughts. Give me your opinions. Okay, Tank's not fucking around. He's like, okay, speak, Klebs. I, I believe it hasn't uh, met quorum. Again, it is just a signaling proposal. Has Adam accepted in full transparency? And I don't know if there's recorded or not. They might hear him be like, fuck that guy. We're not giving him a grant. Uh, Tank has submitted for sponsorship, whatever, with the AADAL. But what do you guys feel? Six more months? Have they brought value? You guys like you like you? You guys know like you like you? You guys vote no? You guys vote yes? Abstain? What you guys doing? I want to hear it. I'm not involved in any Adam governance at all. You have no Adam staked? I got zero Adam staked. Sold all. Okay. Oh, Nobody else gonna... got any Adam staked? Tank's going to go after Bruce now. He's like, right, you're getting 5% of no, that's, that's fine. I think it's good. Like, whatever, bro. Like, I think you can be in the Cosmos ecosystem and not have Adam. What about the Juno pump, Tank? Is the Juno pump a scam or what? A scam pump? Uh, our friend actually did the good work on that. I forget who posted it, uh, but they researched, Ev and that's why I didn't do it, because he did exactly what I wanted to do. But they researched Evmos and they researched Juno. Uh, from what it looks like, the Juno one doesn't look as sustainable because it's fewer wallets that are actually causing it. Uh, and then, of course, you got to take the fundamentals and what it takes to actually pump the price up in the way that it did. Um, I will, like, I, you know, I, I'm hopeful for Juno. I'm like, you know, I'm not a dummy, but I am I am a realist. I am a, a long-termer. I am a zoomed-out kind of guy when I take my approach uh, with Juno. I, I, even with all of that, though, I haven't bought anything. And I'm on the working group. Uh, uh, you know, it might not be soon, but... I just thought of an analytic tool I really want. If there's any coders in the audience listening, I would love to see a price chart for a token overlaid, like, just you know, lined up chronologically, same x-axis with a chart, I guess it'd probably be a line chart of total liquidity in LP pools that aggregates. So for example, with this Juno pump, I'd be incredibly interested to see how the depth of liquidity in Windex, Osmo, wherever else it's traded has grown or shrunk alongside it. Because um, I think that would tell a lot about a lot of things. For example, if you see a price of a token going down, but its overall LP liquidity staying the same, that would actually be a lot less bearish to me because that would mean, despite the price depreciating, there's enough people interested in adding to liquidity pools. Like, 
I don't know. I just thought of that. If anyone knows of something that does that yeah. or could make that, that'd be really all interesting. All those metrics are super, super important. Yep, all those metrics are super important. I forget who did it. Uh, uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? Did you guys see that? The Evmos Juno, like. Tank, I've just had a news flash with Highlander said in the DMs personally, can you thank Tank for being our exit liquidity for Cosmoverse 2023? Thank you very much. And we'll not see you in Istanbul, you play bye-bye. Uh, Tank, how do you feel about that? What? <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Basically, just thank Tank for being his excellent liquidity for Cosmoverse 2023. Anyway, I want to go a little back. I want to ask uh, Timmy and Tank a question since they're so big link heads. What, how do you feel about API 3? I'm not as big as Timmy, so I'll let Timmy go. Uh, it's kind of cool. Um, I don't hate all other oracles like some Chainlink brains. I just think there's no reason I'd ever invest in them because Chainlink's so much better. Um, but API 3 is a bit cheaper and easier to spin up for like on-chain things and select off-chain things. So like an exchange like Binance or something could easily become a price feed provider that gets ported on-chain through API 3. Um, so you could argue like cheapness and ease of use, it beats Chainlink for kind of like DeFi purposes, but it's far less secure, both in terms of like amount of audits and, and people working on it, as well as sort of TVL backing it. Uh, and Chainlink's real special thing, the reason that it stands out from everything is because the only reason it's the number one thing for DeFi right now is because it works. That's not their goal. That's not what they care about. Chainlink's not very crypto focused IMO. What they're doing is they're building a system that allows any existing digital system to connect to blockchains. So banks, SWIFTs, lending houses, uh, stock exchanges, all these sorts of things. That's really what Chainlink's aiming to do is connect them to chains. Whereas API3 is a little more internal to the crypto world. Um, and so pros and cons both ways in a way. Isn't Kimmy okay, let's go there. Uh wasn't there like a, an update or something the week or a report or whatever? Where, right, how many people would it take to take Chainlink down? What's the can you talk to me about point of failures, please? Which I feel like this is like one of those jokes like, how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Yeah, <laughs> there, there used to be a multi sig that controlled a lot of the contracts that I think. I don't know why these two numbers. I think it either had seven or 11 signers on it. Um, but I don't know exactly where they're at, but there's a transition that may already be in progress or finished. I'm not sure exactly where there's no real one single point of failure coming up soon. It's kind of transitioning to a unique model where all node providers are sort of sharing custody of not cussy, control of the network in a sense. And so all of the mechanisms they've already inbuilt for slashing, penalizing, disincentivizing bad Oracle feeds is now just going to be built into the overall like underlying infrastructure of the network, if that makes sense. I'm trying to be abstract here because I, A, don't understand the complexities too well, and also I don't think it's worth getting into. No, no, no. I, I like the way you're talking about the future, though. 
and not like how it is now or how it was in the past. Like, so when you refer to the future, that's a different combo, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Like in the future, they've said that, you know, in the future, non-crypto entities will have partial control over the network the same way node operators do. So if Citibank starts using Chainlink to do whatever, any number of things, really, I don't, I don't want to go into that rabbit hole. In some capacity, they start to have some say or ownership or level of control in the network, um, mainly because inherently to use the system, they have to hold some link. Um, and by having that, you're able to stake it, and then that, that affects certain things. But Yeah, but it's not that it's, different from Polygon. It's not, I mean, a link is not that different from Polygon, where it's like controlled by a very, very small select group of people. Right, is that what? What's a multi-sig on Polygon? It's not. That's what five or seven or whatever, five or nine or whatever. But like, there's a, and they're all connected. Yeah. Right? The, the a couple differences is I'm not sure that the Chainlink multi-sig is even still a thing. And the other big difference is when it was, unlike Polygon, it's not some kind of master control for the whole network. So like, even if those people on the multi-sig wanted to conspire, they couldn't just go say that Ethereum was worth $2 and cause a bunch of liquidations because everyone's relying on them. The actual node providers still like have more say than them. Um, but again, they're trying to move away from the multi-sig model or already have. Um, but Chainlink's weird. There's also some things where I don't give them a pass, but also this weird, like when they had the multi-sig and if they still do, that is something I critique them for, but also... I think everybody has come to agree over the past couple months in this bear market that maybe pure decentralization isn't the best thing. Like we've seen it fail time and time again. And so even though I don't like it, if there was one team in all of crypto that I would trust to have some level of centralized control over something important, it would be the team led by the person who I believe is Satoshi Nakamoto. So that's a very personal biased thing. Um, nobody else should, you know, I don't expect that to apply to anyone else, but um, yeah, I have a very biased uh, amount of faith in them where I just blindly buy Link and laugh at FUD. And that's not necessarily good. That's, I'm, I'm just being honest, not vouching for that kind of attitude. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, all I know is Satoshi Nakamoto. Sato, I mean, sorry, not Satoshi Nakamoto. Sergi Nazarov. Sorry, very different. Registered the website smartcontract.com before the Bitcoin white paper was ever released. Uh, just saying. Some of Satoshi's IP addresses where he post from in the early days lined up with where Sergi was. I, crazy. I don't know. So, Timmy, if we can get into conspiracies a little bit, just for a bit of fun. Uh, right. I mean, as long as I've been in crypto, there's been this association with the CZ and ThorChain. What are your thoughts on, like, CZ always knew centralization was never the way to go, and he backed, like, ThorChain. I mean, there is, like, real hardcore kind of, I'm not going to say evidence. I'm just going to say like, ru sorry, rumors. Uh, do you? Do, what do you know, Timmy, about CZ and Fortune? Anything or nothing? 
I want to know more. I love Thorchain. I know that CZ and or Binance had some level of backing or investment, but like nothing beyond that. What uh, what are you referring to? I'm curious. Binance Labs, the Binance Labs things you're talking about. Didn't Binance Labs take they, a little... Are they like, who incubated Tor, actually? Yeah. I, I don't remember. Would... I don't know. What are you alluding yeah, but... to? Are there rumors going around or something? Or just a well, general he's, theory? He's the mastermind behind it. Yeah. He's, he's the real pulling the trigger mastermind behind the entire Thor thing with a couple of other people. But I heard you talk about Thorchain earlier, and I've been bragging about this for so fucking long, Thorchain. Like, that is far more of an answer to some of the shit that we're witnessing on Cosmos right now. Thorchain is very, very clever, regardless of the hacks they went through. Uh, I, I don't even know if anyone really, like, has been following the entire Thorchain thing all the way through, so... What happened with Kobe and Ledger? Uh, the 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 hack very shortly after when you know the intern went after Ledger, blah blah. Like, there's a thing about Thorchain, isn't there? Is there not more questions and answers about Thorchain? Because I think in crypto we've got more like we've got more answers and we have questions for a lot of things. But with Thorchain, there's more questions, I mean- right? I guess if you mean in the sense that Thorchain's really one of the only unique technical things in crypto right now. Um, everything has an analog. Every DEX has a fork or a similar one. Every NFT marketplace um, is based off of or forked from another or has, you know, deployments on other chains. I, I don't know if this is exactly what you mean, but in that sense, I guess Thorchain has questions surrounding it in that it's really forging a new path it's trying something from a new angle and so it's untested but i have never dug into anything conspiracy or backing related about thorchain so if you mean questions in that sense i'm completely ignorant to all that actually oh bro we've been taught i'll tell you what so uh, this is the truth the first ever rack fm that wasn't on this account it was on my personal account right the robo account the first ever rack fm though was the day, the, I mean, can you believe it? The day that CZ went after Sam. So, like, uh, it was me, it was B-Bands, it was Joe. Uh, Timmy joined in later, actually. If you listen back, you'll hear the, that episode. And one of the conversations we had at that time when the entire th- this was like FTX, you know, CZ had tweeted, blah, blah, blah. This was like the Monday. The entire thing blew up. By the Saturday, the, the FTX was getting hacked. That was when Mario blew up. That was when Elon was on. This was all like big news. We were talking at the beginning of the week, just after CZ tweeted about this, about the conspiracies, about thoughts. Like, CZ... If you were CZ, you would never back on centralization. Like, he's always had to take a huge punt on, 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 on what we think might be okay as being wrong, and Thorchain is it. And there's stories, I mean, there's so many rumors and fucking, oh, man. Like, nobody knows what's happening. Nobody knows what's true. But, like, the Thor hacks, 
like what happened, blah, blah, blah. You have to ask yourself some questions. I'm telling you, I fucking know Stacey's behind this. Like, I followed that much of a rabbit hole. I'm convinced Stacey and Thorchain, he knew, he knew Binance would never last. That's, that's, he, he, he had a bet on decentralization. He made his money on centralization, but he had to take a huge bet that like decentralization will be the only thing that will survive. And that's what will. None of us, none of us are in this centralized fucking action shit, right? Nobody in this room. We fucking hate it. I don't know about Tank, man. I think he likes some sort of centralization. Uh, you know me so well, Bruce. I was sitting here listening, going, man, I don't know about myself. I feel like I'm a trader because I kind of like some some aspects of centralization. I need to leave, I think. <laughs> oh man, you know me so. Yeah, no man, you you believe in the theory of the good emperor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for 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 the for the time needed, right? It's it's what the for the time needed for sure. Sorry, I thought something broke. I was like, what the hell just happened? Um, you know, every every person and everything plays its part in the universe it's uh people's opinions are only uh relevant to their position within that right universe or thing call it landscape ecosystem whatever uh and so like for me not too bad right like for others like let's just say for the somebody like this, we're talking about an emperor right for the person that's a noble standing in the fund amongst the emperor's uh, nobles, uh, maybe in the palace, not so bad from where I'm standing. For the peasants, probably not. Like you know, it's just it's subjective. So I I don't know, man. Like I think people get caught up. Like again, kind of one of the things that I was trying to bring up earlier is I think a lot of people sometimes get uh, blinders on with their opinions uh, about things. And life is all about being fluid, in my humble opinion, uh, and and understanding that like things happen and things will continue to happen. And if you don't adjust accordingly, like you're going to drown or die on that hill or, you know, sand that you're standing on, the tidal wave is going to come and sweep you up. Uh, and so like, it, it's great. Like people can have these convictions, especially about economic things and, and uh, political things and stuff like that. But you got to remember, it's an ever-changing landscape and it always will be. So like while you're standing on the shore where the waves were breaking earlier today, Know that at nighttime, when the waves and the current are, is calmer, that's not going to be happening. And so, like, it's on you to kind of, like, understand that and choose wherever you're going to stand there or make a move and stuff like that. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm ranting right now. I'm making a monologue, like our friend Red said earlier. But, like, I kind of like centralization for some things. It's useful, right? It's kind of like people that ask, why does, why does God create evil? Like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't he? Why, why are you complaining? Why are you even thinking like that? Like, I, I don't know, man. I think centralization Tank, I, is, is I feel good. like for a, a while, we've, me and you have been preaching this, but we, we rarely put forth anything specific or, like, actionable. And I've been thinking on it a lot lately, and I'm starting to hone in a little bit. Like, I think the infrastructure of a system can often benefit from being decentralized. But the design and leadership, especially during the startup phase of that system, can more often than not benefit from centralization. So I think a million times me and you have both said that a little bit of both is like the answer, but 
we've never had like anything kind of specific and i've been thinking on it a lot and that's one of the things i'm kind of getting to like they can totally live in harmony because any system you talk about whether it's an entire chain a d app a real world web 2 industry that's looking at blockchain or something unrelated to crypto entirely um it's never one thing. There's always many aspects to any complex system. There's the upkeep of it, the design of it, the marketing, the the like vibe, literally, whether that's through aesthetics, marketing, language that's used, tone of, um, you know, design, aesthetics. So I don't know. That's something. Yeah, I just wanted to jump in there because I think like if more people start thinking that way about like which parts benefit from decentralization and which don't that might make this conversation easier yeah it's not an all or nothing kind of thing it's 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 never been an all or nothing kind of thing like you think about fuck nfts come to mind because it's such a great example right like everybody's all blocked whatever like gosh you can segue this all over the place but like if you're an artist if you're like musician or whatever kind of artist that you are like yeah i get it like you know you want to be able to be in control of your own assets to Profit from your own talents, your own artwork, your own pieces, your own efforts and stuff like that. Sure, there's value to that. Reach people and and peer-to-peer sell that stuff without having to dilute your profit margin for your hard work. But at the same time, it's kind of like we were talking about like mass adoption, uh, mobile phones and all this stuff. There is like a point of, and I hate using this term as, as well, centralizing liquidity pools, right? Like if 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 you go to you go to a Paramount Record Studios or you go to whatever big studios because they have a a, a hyper focused uh you know marketing plan they have a hyper focused user base they have uh, platforms that you can launch of that is y- you're gonna be guaranteed to make this much it might not be as much as like you possibly could but like you know you it might be beneficial for exposure sake or financial or for whatever to launch your, yourself there's a multiple of reasons that you might want to use them. Uh, it might be good to go to a centralized version of, 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 of for a while, right? Until you're better known, until you can say, I can release this on my own and then you know, uh, uh, benefit off uh, uh, decentralization and, and, and blockchain and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. I like I like centralization to a point. It's the good old saying, right? right? What's, why would you want to live forever? Life's kind of boring. It doesn't, it's not valuable if like everything's taken for granted. It's the yin and the yang. Like, fuck, what is what is decentralization if you don't have centralization? You're not going to value decentralization if everybody's decentralized. The fuck is that? Right? There has to be the opposite. Cause and effect. In the last nine months, I've literally on, or off-boarded, sorry, because I haven't had on board, uh, given, like, previous track record. I've off-boarded everything through, like, uh, P2P, like here in Thailand, we've just got these fucking instant transfer services. Like, yeah, we have to use centralized exchange. I have to do it like Binance and do it like a bit. Of, but bro, like I'm I'm fucking side skirting and sidestepping like loads of centralization shit, and it's amazing. It's just like so fucking. It makes you so happy, you know. Yeah, but that's when what you- I'm saying. It's 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 all due to everybody's personal position in the situation, right? That's that's all. That's and then like, it's not the same for Americans. Americans can't do that. It's hard as fuck to do that. Dude, that P to P fucking shit or whatever. Like, it is so fucking good. It happens so like quickly. You get the time zone like thirty minutes, but like then bang, your your bank account gives you the notification. You release the funds. Like, 
off boarding through Binance, like P2P, is like one of the easiest things I've ever done in my life. Because uh, so recently, me, me and centralized exchange that I've been off boarding through for a long, long time and like done my taxes through and everything has just fucking nuked me. Like they've literally nuked me. I mean, they want me to go in, do this face to face KYC. They want, they do, they want me fucking life and I'm just not happy with it. Like seriously, like like my exchange here in Thailand, like they've completely changed the entire policy. They're like, right, bro, right, you have to come in, you have to do this. It's like 45 minute interview. And you have to upload everything about your entire life, your house documents, every fucking thing, bro. It's, it's an overreach. And you know what? I've just been using Binance Pay to P. Yeah, but you and, still like centralization, right? Well, I couldn't, I could, I couldn't have this offboarding facility without centralization, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, like, we all like the, to the question. We all like centralization. To, at some point or another in our transaction, the, the, the people that, you know, go to, go to Cato, I guarantee fucking tell you they have bank accounts. They're just front running some of the problems that you have to make it easier for you. Like that, that's, but you still like centralization because if they weren't using it, if they weren't taking on the, the centralization issues, you wouldn't have that shit. So I like centralization, man. Pretty much. I mean, I'm not going to say I like it, but you bang on the money. Yep. You can't well, live actually, without it. Just to hammer that point home, without centralization, the only way in and out of crypto would be something like local Bitcoin, where you would have to find a person on a forum or the internet in real life and directly give them money and hope they send you Bitcoin or whatever currency. Without centralization, that is the only way that could happen. Or give vouchers well, or like other ways to offboard. So, like, there's like a couple. I so guess. If anyone well, if anyone knows, there's a couple of games, guys, where uh, old school games from back in like 2016, 2017, where you can exchange like Bitcoin. And it's like it's like a proper money laundering thing, mind. There's nobody playing the Well, there are people playing the game, but that's another story. There, there, there are, to me, mind, multiple, multiple ways to offboard if you want to, but some are far easier than others getting like cashing out and getting the money direct in your bank account is the most like direct version but there are many workarounds to me let's not shy away like if, if no like, no but need... robo give me give me an example of a workaround that doesn't include centralization because the ones what? you just did, did. those What's games are you? running on a server somewhere in order for them to operate there has to be a centralized team behind them so what's another example they're operating on a server, you're right. Aye. Isn't that the one, Timmy, where they exchange like the weapons and shit for like Bitcoin and like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I Dave? feel like I know what you're talking. I have no idea what it's called, but I do. It rings a old, bell. It's an old school, trouble school game. And it's like, so some of the biggest, like, I'm not going to say a biggest place. I'll say it, the biggest Asians that you might see on CT. Uh, that have done very well for themselves over the previous like few cycles. We've seen like the people have done well, and you know what they're doing now. Gigantic rebirth, etc. These kind of people, yeah. 
they've been using like mad systems to get this is what I said about Sam. Like ugh, holy fuck. Sam just like legitimized like money laundering. Like I've seen some evidence, and honest to fucking God, he has had at least ten billion dollars worth of cartel money through his fucking network. And if this kid doesn't go to like jail for life, obviously, probably should get the death penalty, actually. Uh for what they call it again. Where you insult the crown or uh I forgot the name of it. Where you insult, where you bring down try to bring in your country, there's a name, isn't there? That's what Sam should be charged with. But like now I brought I need to shut the fuck up. I probably know too much, but there are games where you can cash out copious amounts of Bitcoin. And they've been around for fucking years. Uh, very prominent in anywhere. I know this isn't what you're talking about, but the funny part is pretty much every game has that capability if you look to the gray market. Like, I know CSGO, some of those skins and stuff, my, my designer plays this, so I talk with him about it. That's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And uh, there are gray market sites where you can gamble on them even or trade them with people that accept crypto. And like anyone who thinks at least some of that isn't just money laundering using the game as the front is naive. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, I remember when I first got into crypto and I, I first read this like guy's post about like securing crypto, securing money. And he had this huge thread and I dove in and then he was like on about the game. And I'm like, what? Okay, uh, this is real, is it? Like, people really do, like, online, digitally, like, pass money around, like, that's crazy. Like, you heard Timmy there, skins, couple hundred thousand. Back in the day, people would accept Bitcoin, no problem at all. Oh, and bro. Still you talk about, like, so, games, like, one of my favorites is fucking, I say it a million times, Final Fantasy XI. Like they, when dude, when Final Fantasy VII was at the peak of its like attention from everybody, there used to be these Chinese and Japanese Asian gil. They used to call them gil was the currency in there. But bro, you could buy it with Bitcoin. You could buy it with oh, dude. It was insane. And like even now, well, I keep me thinking about it. But it's centralized. Like I buy, I buy my. Um, gosh, I wish I could get sponsored because I'm gonna shill it right now. SB Bullion. Uh, I say bullion word uh, is where I like to buy my uh, direct. Uh, physical precious metals, uh, and you can buy most of those sites. You can buy and you get a discount if you use crypto. It's cool as hell. You know what? Cool I just want to. I just want to touch up on uh, what Timmy said earlier with the CES skins. So the estimated market cap of fucking skins in Counter Strike is between one billion and three point eight billion dollars. And we're talking about oh, wait, pixels what, what is that? that is completely Bruce, centralized. That... This is completely centralized. Wait, Bruce, what does that... So does that mean of all the skins that are like currently in someone's inventory now, if you took their market value for all of them and added it up, is that what you mean by that number? So the reason why I use the phrasing estimated is because it's very, very hard to determine. Oh, yeah. But I'm just wondering, that's not counting like... Every time someone opens a new crate, that market cap goes up in theory, right? When new skins come into existence. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the thing is, this is completely centralized. 
you cannot cash out via the centralized exchange, if you want to call it that, via Steam. You can only put money in. You can only onboard money into Steam fiat currency. You cannot onboard it. So you have to onboard via third parties, different skin sites, private trades, Facebook groups. And this is still a multi-billion fucking industry or marketplace. It's crazy. So you, you are you telling me, right, if you were really clever, are you telling me if you were a cartel, you couldn't launder money through this system? Of course, of course. you could. I think they do. I think that is a thing because it is so big, like Bruce said, like it is similar to other financial markets in size. Actually, no, for sure. Absolutely. Because money laundering happens in RuneScape and its market is like a quarter the size of CS. To me, you know, the funny thing is, is that like it's all about the cash rich businesses. And that's what the online stuff that you're talking about, you two, is is bang on the money. Like, what what do I mean by like cash rich? Right, is taxis, right? I mean laundrettes where you have to get your change. You know, you put your dollar in, you get your ten cents, and then you put your right. Laundrettes are amazing. The the washing is not just a joke. Same as car washes. Like there are traditional traditional guys industries for money laundering that have been around since i'd say pre around about 1930s probably pre-1930s where we got really clever and right and certain contingents did i'm not going to mention any one before getting trouble but like literally like if there's a book to be made someone's going to be there making it and the thing about crypto, honestly, I believe moving forward, it's going to get harder and harder for you to onboard and afford your money. I'm already seeing this now very prominently in Thailand, where I have to go through various stages of KYC. I have to have meetings and bring all these documents. and it's ah, So you can off-ramp, but you're having a hard time on-ramping. Oh, dude, I mean, I'm off ramping through P2P through Binance at the minute, and I've been for a while. Uh, onboarding, I, I can sort that out if I want to, but I haven't had to, so I don't need to. Or, like, but if and when I do, I will be at the like on board, no problem. Like, I, I have got like friends and family and blah 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 here a little bit, but like, the, the, I, I don't know here. The KYC has like gone to this like crazy thing where you need to take all your house documents in and they've set up these remote offices around. Like, if you can imagine, like, there's only Bangkok, there's the only real central place here. All right, Chiang Mai, maybe, but, but there's all these people around Thailand that have got to set up these like failed offices, these like caravans to fucking get people in and deal with this shit and to go, go through it. I don't, I don't know what's happening to crypto in Thailand right now. I have been trying to read up a little bit, but like I can't be really asked. I'm not confident. I'm not bullish. Uh, why should I be? Uh, 
you know, if I don't go and give me fucking life story, I can't use me satellite exchange that I've used for like, and it, the thing is, it's got great atom liquidity. You can always sell it market. That's the best thing I've always loved about it. Night and day, got every bit of liquidity you need, right? So I've been able to like come off the DeFi of Osmosis into Thailand. I've said this from day one. So anyway, it's not going at them. It's because it's so cheap and so fucking easy to be able to bring back home. It's always been the case. However, now I'm fucked. So I've just been doing Atom to Binance, to be USD, and then doing a P2P here. However, though, holy fuck, P2P is just like the greatest way to sell crypto ever. Someone's advertising this price. You'll say, yeah, I've got that. Like, they've got different limits whether it's 10 million or whether you're trying to sell fucking 50k and like the price reflects that it's like it's like a kind of market really market value i've been doing this now thank pete the p offloading of finance since uh may and i started probably towards the end of last year because of a couple other things but like because like I mean proper normal exchange got fucked me over here like yeah man bro four months or something I've just been able to like offload P to P. Literally, it's like thirty. You get thirty minutes. All right, you want to sell this amount? They they're putting the sell notice up right. You're matching with them. They got thirty minutes. Uh, they click a button when they paid. It comes through. You check. Bang. You release the money. I mean, what else is it to know? It's easy as fuck, right? P2P is like the easiest off-ramping thing I've ever known in my life. It's it's so fucking... It's much easier. I don't even have to use all these passcodes and fucking passwords and bullshit and exchange shit. I literally just click OK after I see the money in my bank. That's it, thank Wait, did we lose everybody or what? I think we might have lost everyone. Duck. Doug began the space, he might as well finish it. Hello, Doug, son. Are you still there, kidda? I'm still here, mate. Yeah, yeah. Are you been driving around? What? Listen to us, mad cunts, or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm way back home now. Doing and some, watch doing it. Some read, doing some reading as I go. What's your viewpoint on the raccoons? Are we a bit mad? Are we a bit normal, or what? You've always been fucking mad, a lot of you, to be fair. That's not a new thing. You're mad, cunt. Are you driving home, did you say? Yeah, yeah driving home, yeah. I'm on the way back from the Cosmos now. You've got to be careful. You get fucked right over in England for driving on the phone these days, don't you? Are you on the Bluetooth or what? Bluetooth, I've got CarPlay in the van and stuff, mate. I'm fine. It's all right. Reading stuff on the screen in the van. I've got my phone in my hand. Dude, I've heard, I've heard in England you can't even uh, fart anymore in the car because if they detect the fart, uh, you're getting fined uh, ninety pounds. <laughs> right. Fucking mar- they might as well. You can't drink. You can't drink like drinking water behind the wheel now. It's like six points if you get caught. Six. You only get twelve, and then you get yeah. It's some. It's some fucking daft like that. Yeah. It's mad. Fuck. When I left the UK, when I left the UK, my bad was fucking fifteen years. Because uh, I got two tens, but they were to run uh, con- concurrent. And then I fucking got a five, and it was to run consecutive for being a pleb. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I need to leave England. I can't come back ever again. Okay, bye-bye. 
Have you, have you seen the screenshot go around that someone's opened up like an 18.5 million dollar short one? I, I, did, I didn't hear that. Repeat that. I'll try, I put myself on mute. I didn't hear that. What was that? Did anybody hear that? No. I'm sure that wasn't just me. Anyway, shout out uh, the people that's been here for fucking ages. Uh, Tardy Grades. Help us, man. Rack FM with uh, the... Uh, the fucking Jasons and that for the fucking Dow Dow shit. Like, tardigrades, man, I swear to God, this couldn't ever come to Bangkok. He's getting the red car- red carpet treatment like you wouldn't believe. But shout out to uh, MB, a uh, good friend of the family, home pleb, obviously. I mean, sitting there in the middle. He's sitting there in the middle of big brains, and I'm like, okay. I'll skip past him. I'll go to you, man. Uh, Fairy King, yeah, the jury's out on you, son. Uh, we've got Escobar, oh, Escobans at the bottom, what a legend. Uh, Potterbo's come back. Interesting. Have we not got any new fucking speakers or... Uh, Bruce, is still I here. Think, um, yeah, I'm still here, man. I think Finn, he's going to love editing this space, man. He's going to be so oh. happy with your robo. Been a good one. It's been a good space. So it's been a good. It's been a decent fucking. We've we've held the crack for a long time. I wonder if Finn ever just like when he's recording a space, tunes into the middle of it, listens for ten seconds, and goes, "Why the fuck am I recording this shit?" <laughs> it's like when we're in the middle of some off-topic joke or something. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. But what he does the most is when he looks at like the animation of. Robo's fucking boys, he cries in the corner. I'll make it's... a confession. I'll make a confession. As much as this will be a labor of love for labor of love for your man, he will enjoy this crack so much. Even this extract right here, right now. Yes, Finn, I'm talking to you, brother. Uh, we've learned how to be able to do this on live like shows. And we, he loves it, man. I'm telling you, we're keeping Finn alive right now. Also, the ethic, right? He's really, really impressed with the work ethic. Me in particular. Bruce, not so much, as he mentioned on the ending, that Timmy's got to work with, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> sorry. What Bruce. did he mention where? What did he mention where? Oh, on, on, on the, oh, the EP. You know, the EP. Oh. Finn absolutely smokes you down the river. Like, oh, bro, I wouldn't want to be you when this EP comes out. Like, imagine the smell in your house. Dude, you, you, honestly, you swim in the canal. Like, that's a cleaner smell than what Finn has done to you. Like, it's horrendous. But that's not my, it's not my place to talk about it because, like, he did that. I'm your friend and his at the same time. So, yeah, bro. I'm sitting here in complete excitement and fear. Very, very, very exciting feelings. Bro, do you know who... the nightmares? What? It's, it... Okay, so do you know who we talked about in what order? In the outro, uh, he, he, he obviously talks about himself, but he doesn't indirectly. He's like just talking about some Dejan rapping some shit, as Finn would do. Then he goes to Ambedo. And then he goes to uh, his brother, who's doing the, I forgot his name again, who's doing the scratching and the guy for the beat. And he's like, shout out these two. 
And then he's like, shout out Robbo for a shilling. And then, yeah, Bruce, he, he gets to you. And yeah, it's not so flattering. I mean, it's an isolated on space. And I'm, you know, Bruce, I'm, I'm not the bearer of bad news. I'm just saying, like, don't, don't take it personally, right? Or anything like that, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, I won't, man. I'm going to... I've got something to do. That's perfect. It's all right. Now, bro, now, bro, this EP, I think Timmy will tell you. This EP, Timmy, is like a, a piece of magic. It's, it's a moment in time, uh, Timmy, isn't it? It's a moment in history, right? I think that's a beautiful way to put it. A moment, a moment in Cosmos history. The thing is, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, when Finn first announced this, like way back in March, I was like, mm, okay, you're going to put out four EPs, okay? Like, I was like, four tracks. Uh, let, let's say you get the four. Like, let's say that you get the four. And then he did it. Like, he proved me just totally and utterly like, wow, okay. And if you kind of follow the vibe and follow, like, some of the language and some of the language in... in people a sample. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you don't love business. <laughs> All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning and I'm all like I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun and then I'm like one out of a hundred. I'm building up on this. Some of everything we built during the last hundred other sets. You're getting salty, feeling healthy. You ain't no man. I eat promo here, grinning near the ear, throwing up and I eat smoking toilet trees, spitting philosophy. Look at the dossier. You rap like geography. This way is pretty shit. Like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off I don't know if that sounded good at all, but what oh, the wait the one about the toilet reese. This is like the greatest like lyric ever, right? And I could talk to you about Demi and the ghosting and the pottery. And if you know it's all about Demi a Juno, like if you understand like the context and the depth and the flavor about that, but the toilet reese is about when I drop the joint down the toilet and B-Ban convinced me to dry it out and smoke it. No, 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 no. No, No, she did not. And no, you did not. I've got a rec clip where we've, no, no, we've got a rec clip where Finn is explaining the lyric and he's like, think about this, listen to this, Timmy. Toilet trees the weed in the toilet, the, the flower, the tree, right, right in the toilet. And then toilet trees, like what you get washed in in the bathroom, right? Like, if you listen to that, who played that? Was that you, Bruce? Bruce, you need to go back and play that lyric or whoever that was, Timmy, because that, like, the toilet trees lyric is, like, so... You wouldn't believe this is, like, real yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, We're not just going to brush over the fact, though. Did you actually smoke a toilet joint? Of course he did. I remember, man. It was B-Bands' idea, right? So B-Bands was like, no, 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 no. You had no free will, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Gotta better, better smoke your own piss, as Bad Rules would say. 
Bayban said if you put it in the sun. Bayban said if you put it in the sun, it'll be okay. And it wasn't okay. I puked from the bottom of my house to the top of my house. Like, I've never seen shit come out of my mouth like this before. Really Wait, did bad, you like... drop it? Did you drop it in a freshly flushed toilet or one that currently had excrement and or piss in it? So, I had... Old man, old man completed that yellow piss. I just finished, I just finished pissing. It fell, I was on space talking. It fell from behind me here and it fell into water. And they said, no, no, put it under the tap. You flush it out, put it outside, couple of days, it'll be okay. And then your woman tried to fucking give me arsenic. I mean, she's fucking, just she's not even here in Asia. You, you, the wicked yeah, bitch of the that's what I was about to say, Robo. That sounds like a straight-up hit job, and she's still your co-host? She tried to kill you. Bro. <laughs> Guys, Bro. I have to dip. I got a meeting in nine minutes, and I got to do some prep stuff, but been a fun morning. I got to dip. It was no joke, though, Timmy. No, 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 Timmy, it was no joke. She... Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Bruce, you know, let it let like let it go. The the song still pains me. Like I still haven't yes, got it over. Oh so many adult adults no, fucking suffering and agony over that song, man. Oh, so in China, still to this day. In China though, I went I went there thinking they were gonna sing English and this fucking sung Chinese, man. And I've got so all I know is like salapow. Salapow. Like that is like let it go, let it go. Like I, I went there expecting an English performance and got fucking Chinese for like 45 minutes of my life that I could never get back. You know, those 45 minutes were unretainable. Like they were unreachable for the rest of my life. They were gone. I only care about time, you know, Bruce. Do you really yeah. only care about time, Robo? No, I'm not shitting you. As you get older, I hope anyone in the room who's in their like late teens, early twenties, like you value every fucking second of every minute of every day of every month of your fucking life, you little club cunt. Because when you get older, it slips away from you at a rate that is exponential to ne- and nothing you have ever experienced in your life. It actually gets to the point where it becomes a little bit scary. Anyone getting it towards their 50s, like, no, no, Bruce, didn't. Anyone getting towards their 50s that wouldn't say, holy fuck, after 35, everything started to go downhill. You're a fucking lion cunt, unless I'm a freak of nature. But, like, there's things you can do to offset that, obviously. You know, eating shit. But what I'm saying, Bruce, what I'm saying is, is that, like, nobody wants to joke about getting older. It is, like, not good. Right? No matter what you've done. You are motherfucking, you're bringing the whole space down. What the fuck? You can't end it on this fucking death note. 
I'm telling you the truth. You know why? Because I'm the most energetic one in the room. And no one can ever keep Robert down with no shit, bro. What are you talking about, you daft little cunt? Bruce trying to mug me off in the room, man. He's got no clue, has he? Bro, uh, you're just talking about the downhill race to death. Come on, man. I'm telling we can you, talk about that in Hades. I'm telling you that, weird. when you reach a certain age, that I say is 35, then you you're like... Keep going, bro. Stop, stop. You You just keep going, man. Stop it. You need to, you need to take major inflections in your life. Bruce, you need to eat Rubble. loads of nut Greek yogurt. You need to eat nut, Bruce. Greek <laughs> yogurt? What the fuck are you on about? Are you I'm on the prunes and Greek yogurt? Nah, mate, you ingest, ingestional bucket. Mate, you didn't want that colon shit. What the call of the game where? Oh, mate, you didn't want doctors putting... Hey, but you got to remember, you got to remember, I'm not a Brit, I'm not a colonist. So my, my colon's going to be just fine. But I'm telling you, bro, I didn't want... Yeah, I check my balls 20 times a day, but I didn't want any camera anywhere near my Jackson 5. So I just keep thinking, flush the shit out. No matter what your intake is, Robo, as long as you can keep like flushing the shit out, you're pretty good. So, bro, yeah, man, I'm all in, man. I'm all in on... Uh, what's it called? Self... Colonic irrigation through the... So, okay, 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 okay. Now you're saying yourself, you're all in on that stuff, right? In all, that shit, I should maybe say. So did you get a squatty potty yet? Because that shit is fucking gold for your colon. So, you know about the squatty potty, there's a story behind that, but I will say something. When you eat red dragon fruit, as regularly as I do, with the high level of fiber content that it does have, Bro, you ain't got no problems. But the thing is about your poor plebs, and I feel really sorry. Like, you're not going to get this fruit where you live, like, so, like, you're just going to deal with it and find something else, you daft guns. Because, like, I get to eat this shit pretty much all the time. It's, it's not in season for a, a very infrequent uh, period, right? Bro, we, like, got, we got a bunch of kale and cabbage and fucking beets. So, Bro, I can listen. I can, I can feed me face. I can go mad on the steak and the full slow cooker dinner and bang right, and then I can fast, right? Right, I can fast no problem. But I'm telling you, after the fast, like if I have a red dragon fruit cake, I'm telling you, bro, fifteen minutes is your max. Like, um, and your flaps are opening like fucking. Oh my goodness, worse than the Titanic. Like this is like you, you're gonna, bro, you're gonna experience it. Right? I'm gonna, okay, Robo, Robo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce, man. I'm only joking, Bruce. I'm only joking. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think it's a I good know. time to wrap up this space. It is. Uh, have you have you met Duck before, Bruce? Before we end, have you met Duke? No, before? not really, not really, not really. <laughs> we spoke, we sp- we've spoken a few times, but not really. I tend to stay quiet about stuff. I got rugged, I do apologise. Yeah, he, uh, he started the Bruce. He's a class kid. Ask him, ask him three, three of your best questions, Bruce. Go on, Bruce. Ask him three of your best questions, because I like this kid. I reckon he's mustard. I reckon he's got every answer for any question you've got, you daft gun. Go on, ask him your three best. 
don't, don't please don't. It's also I don't know what the fuck, man. This is weird. <laughs> We're impressed on a blind date. Right, exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite sandwich? Don't watch your favorite sandwich. We can start the judging now. What's your favorite sandwich? Uh, ham, cheese, and pickle, mate. Be my favorite sandwich. Oh, he's a cheeky fucker, isn't he? I reckon that's because he's fucking stealing from houses and shit. That's why he hasn't got time to make a proper sandwich. He's on the cheese and pickle, cheese and pickle. Uh, what's your uh, shoe size, bro? Uh, eight and a half. I've got tiny feet. Tiny, pe- tiny feet, tiny penis. That's me. Oh, Bruce. Okay, 50. Well, okay well, we're 50-50 right now. Uh, <laughs> Dude, if you had no choice, if you had no choice and you had to wear one or the other, uh, cowboy boots or cardigan? Could I not wear both at the same time? Oh, Bruce. No, no, that's the, the universe forbids that. It's like you don't, you don't poop without peeing. It's like two of the fucking cosmic rules, man. <laughs> when you poop, you pee, and when you wear fucking cowboy boots, you don't wear cardigan. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say if I had to choose between the two, I'd, I'd have to go cowboy boots. The reason of I would never ever actually wear a cardigan. That doesn't matter where my life goes, I couldn't do it. So I don't care if I get judged the wrong way for that. But cardigan. Okay, okay, okay. I got, I got a fourth question. Wait I got a minute. Fourth question. No, no. Are you you wait a minute, Robo. Robo, come back. Sit down. Are you... Sit down. Take a break. Relax no, your ass. Bro, he wears cowboy boots and he's fucking living in England. He's a fucking illegal immigrant. Bro, <laughs> no, I want to know, Doug. I want to know. So, says, says the fucking Macam in Thailand, to be fair. <laughs> he got you there, Rebel. So, Doug, if you had to choose between um, never ever ever again eating a fucking cheese and pickle sandwich or you had to work out again i i have to change my sandwich preference i think to be honest I, i'm i'm very I got I'm, very, I'm very anti cardigans and i apologize for that Duke, i'm a cardigan Duke, racist don't do you ever put crisps in sandwiches because Every 48 hours, I have to buy a bag of crisps and I put it in a sandwich and I crunch it up in the bread and I eat some crisps in the sandwich. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's a staple part of any British hangover, to be fair. Mini cheddar sandwiches are absolutely fucking awesome. Holy fuck, bro. Honestly, the sandwiches saved my life on many occasions. I'm not shitting that. Okay, guys, I'm going to bounce. Yes, man. Wait, we're going to... I don't know. I want to. Do you know something, Bruce? One second. I thank you, but I want to take a moment to thank Doug, who, like, I was talking for like 20 minutes on my own at the beginning. And then your man Doug came in and saved me fucking skin. And then we had, like, quite a few hours, quite a long conversation. A few things going to get sorted. Anyway, plebs, don't forget. We'll be waking up in the morning. We'll still be pushing out NFT collections. Uh, we do have airdrops coming. Like, there's just like, if you're not buying in to the Rack FM narrative right now, like, holy fuck you, pleb cunt. Like, you haven't got an idea of what's coming. Like, we've got re, re ridiculous plans. And you're about to fucking see. Because what I always love to say at the gang is like, have we got the minerals? 
right? Which means, like, you know, like, are we going to be able to do this? Like, have we got the balls? Like, that's exactly what have we got the minerals, mean? Right? Have we got the balls here? We'll put our balls on the line every fucking time. I don't give a fuck. We might, you know, get some snags or whatever cord or some bullshit like this, but I tell you what, we fight through it. We come out, we pull out, we put out, we fucking deliver every single fucking time. And I'm determined, more than determined, to do this in a, a double batch right this time. You're going to see what's coming. Stealth collections on Stargaze. We don't even give a fuck about sales, man. We just want to launch shit and see you fuckers laughing or being entertained or whatever, man. Honestly, you've got any idea. You've never met anybody like the Stinky Blinders, like us. So from me, from me little pleblodite in the fucking cave, troglodyte little Brucey motherfucker that we never see from time to time, right? Therefore, none of us knew, as Finn said. Uh, Duck, who was a legend tonight, by the way, I have to say. Uh, Tardigrade, who, man, without him, our life will be a lot different. That's all I'll say. Right? It's all you need to know. Uh, home club, God bless. Fairy King, ah, still sort your shit out, bro, a little bit. Yeah, you, 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 you need to get the point sometimes, you know. Uh, we love you, though. Ray Raspberry, legend. Poraburu, <laughs> different class. I say Jim's down there, right? I say, oh, yeah. you is it down there, aren't you? I feel like spinning an uh, unrecorded one up on my own account for you, plebs, like, but never mind. Good night, God bless, take care, all the best. Over and out from Rackathon. Stay classy, Robo. in like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath. Fishing for some dry powder, watch how we ignite the tower. Blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose. Sticking with my armory, yam, beta. And Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, 
you're what we'd call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee-jerk More evolution, less shitcoin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, it might cost us, us a lot more than, than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>